0: Hi friends, I'm Kia. And I am Les. And together we do a very cool podcast.
1: It's called Not a Boring Soup.
0: We don't talk about
1: soup. No, no. We talk about movies. So dark. You sure you're not from the DC universe? And TV. I am the one who knocks. And we have awesome guests going a little deeper than your normal friendly debate about a film. Deep-seated issues though. Yeah. Be sure to check us out at notaboringsoup.com where you can stream all of our episodes.
0: You can subscribe and download wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, are you listening to Not A Boring Soup? It'd be a lot cooler if you did. (laughs)
0: Hi I'm April and I'm Steph and you're listening to The Thirst. You can find us online with Twitter at com forward slash thethirstpod. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Thirst. Instagram we're at thethirstpod and you can email us if you'd like to thethirstpod at gmail.com. We also have a Tumblr. The address is com, and there we share lists of um, articles or anything else that we mention on the episodes. Um, this is episode 22. What's I don't in- know about
1: you. But I'm feeling, I'm feeling 22. twenty-two. That's literally the only thing I could think of. I have been waiting. Have you been waiting for ages? For to do ages that? to do this one because it was realize... the most obvious one. Yeah, I think of all the numbers we've done so far, it's this the most is the obvious. One.
0: I've just had it in the in the bank of of episode puns, ready yeah. to
1: go. So... There, there are no others. In fact, I actually like twenty-two Jump Street. We had twenty-one
0: Jump Street last time. Yeah, twenty-two Jump Street. The sequel, twenty-two Jump Street. Can't
1: think of anything else
0: though. No, can I.
1: So we'll stick with Taylor Swift. Good old T Swift. Good <laughs> old T Swift. Um, so some news first. Um, celebrities are weird, aren't they? Um, I like <laughs> That's having, your intro. I, li- I like having a weird celebrity story. Uh, last time we did, uh, Azealia Banks and Elon Musk and Grimes, that oh, was, we did. that was a hoot. People um, enjoyed that. Um, and see. now, yeah, so, uh, now we've got Lindsay Lohan, um, and this has been timed quite well because it's just been October 3rd, All Mean Girls. Oh,
0: Lindsay.
1: Uh, so we had, we had that moment, but this October 3rd, uh, Lindsay Lohan attempted to kidnap a Syrian child and got punched in the face. When you told me you wanted to talk so... about this, I thought you were joking because I didn't think it was real. Oh, no. Yeah, it's so real. It's so real. Um, Go on. It's, it's just it's just so good. Um, so Lohan is obviously best known for, I would say, Parent Trap, Freaky Friday, Mean Girls. Oh, Freaky Friday's so good. All of those classics. Um, she's been on and off the... Uh, the celebrity scene. Um, for a while, uh, she's had lots of sort of battles with a addiction. A troubled of, you know, life She's a troubled person. And um, more recently, this year, she returned to television with a recurring role on the Sky One series *Sick Note*, which I have no idea about. Oh, I didn't know um, she did that. Yeah. Weird. Apparently, um, I don't know anything else about it. No. But this October third, um, she posted a really weird live instagram video to her profile which i don't follow obviously um where she seemingly got punched in the face as she attempts to take a boy away from his mother who she says are syrian refugees so in the video have you seen the video No. it's so it is weird and she's i mean she's clearly got issues but she's kind of taking this video of herself she's kind of drawling and like making God knows what she's saying most of the time you can barely see what she's doing but she approaches this family who is sleeping rough right um in an unknown place yeah. like we don't know where she is and she starts kind of talking out the at them slash talking to herself sure. um she's got out of the car to speak to them there's two young boys and two adults under blankets and um, she kind of identifies them as Syrian refugees to the camera <laughs> great right. um and then she um starts sort of talking at them and she uh, offers to take one of the children away, one of the children, not both, one of them away to a hotel where he can like watch a movie, which doesn't sound creepy at all. That's
0: so weird. Um,
1: then she so she introduces them as Syrian refugees, but then she kind of turns on them and she starts kind of berating the mother and says, um, "You should not have them on the floor. You should be a hardworking woman and you should be doing what you can for your children so they have a better life." And um, she starts like gibbering at them in what sounds like Arabic, but is probably just gibberish with an Arabic accent. Great. Jesus. Um, and then at one point, she tells the family who try and run away from her that they're ruining Arabic culture and don't fuck with Pakistan. Um, And then she decides to stop calling them refugees and starts accusing them of child trafficking.
0: (laughs) I don't know why they just let her do
1: this. Um, Then she grabs the boy that she wants to take back to the hotel room. And the mum just turns around and absolutely smacks her one in the face. And then Lohan's just sitting on the floor crying. Um, feeling really sorry for herself. I mean I think it's completely justified. You try and steal someone's child, you I deserve mean, a smack in the face. There's just so much to unpack there. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack and um obviously lots of people have been discussing it and people have saying, you know, she's obviously got sort of mental health issues and she, you know, could be sort of abusing substances again. And I, I read one thing that was um, sort of really critical of people criticizing her, saying, you know, you should feel more empathy for her, blah, blah, blah. I do feel sorry for her, and I'm sorry about substance abuse and whatever yeah, she's yeah, going yeah, through. Yeah, of course. But also, when you try and abduct a child, you are just a dickhead. So there's. I just feel
0: like if you were a random person in the street and you decided, oh, I've deemed that these parents aren't looking after their child right. properly, I'm going to take it away from them. Like, that's just. It like... definitely
1: smacks of like. Like, I know she's obviously got issues, but there's also a certain level of privilege there where she thinks she can just get out of a car and attack people tell them they're not good enough and like take their children away to a better That's place so, so I'm um, yeah I'm sorry for her but also like I'm sure there are plenty of other addicts in the world who aren't doing that yeah so I think there's like a weird mix going on good grief um, Someone... also the fact that you know she was sort of weirdly spoke out in support of Harvey Harvey Weinstein and said you know he felt re- she felt really bad for him because like his wife should be supporting him all kinds of like Fucking... Yeah, I remember that from the summer. And rooms. she's also
0: spent the summer, I want to say, in on a Greek island, on one of the Balearic islands, at a hotel. There's Learning like a Arabic, clearly. There's like a hand hotel or something. I don't Brilliant. know, man. She just needs, like, to not have access to the internet. Yeah,
1: I, she's just not...
0: She strikes me as someone that like clearly needs intervention, yet has no one in her life that is willing to intervene, no. which is like, so depressing.
1: Who who on earth, like Her drivers just let her get out of the car and just film this weird shit. She Jesus. just shouldn't have social media. Like That should be on lockdown. Jesus. Um It's just a lot. And it's kind of... Yeah. It, I mean, initially, I found... When I heard about it, just headline-wise, it sounded funny. Well, as a headline, like, it sounds hilarious. As a headline, but... attempts to abduct a child and get smashed in the face... Quite it's actually funny. quite disturbing. It is quite disturbing, um, but she's just totally, weir- she's just totally weird, isn't it she? It's a bit of like a fall from but grace. But if you isn't can, it? it's online. You- I, give I would recommend. I'd, say- I'd recommend. You know, what I mean, recommend isn't the yeah, word. um I'd- I would watch it because it is one of the most bizarre things I've watched how, in a long how time. Absolutely strange. I-, I will definitely give that. Look, Um, on to
0: continuing the depressing theme. Yes, Um, Mac Miller died. Yeah,
1: that was the thing. That That was really strange. So,
0: rapper Mac Miller was found dead at his home in LA on September seventh of a suspected drug overdose. Um, He was only twenty six. This only this comes a sort of a a month after the release of his fifth studio album, Swimming. Mm. Um, It was released on August third and had sort of relative critical acclaim. It was sort of being well received,
1: which is just not that that makes people yeah. But but people have been saying he's kind of getting better and better yeah, with each record and yeah. he's on his way to sort of greatness I guess. Yeah, yeah so he
0: did like a, around the same time of the um, being released he did an NPR Tiny Desk concert I'm not sure if you've ever seen those no. before but um, NPR the um, radio station have you
1: mentioned Tiny Desk before yeah, because there's... I just have this image of a tiny desk yeah and that's, no it's basically yeah. at
0: the NPR's office and they invite performers to come in and do kind of short form concerts to basically mm. the entire office and he did one on August 6th um, with his or frequent collaborator, mm. Thundercat, and it's really amazing. It's really, they're always really, really stripped down, but this one in particular was just quite striking. Mac Miller's someone who's kind of work I was really into, like in his early, yeah,
1: kind of See, era. I never listened to Mac Miller, I was either.
0: really into like some of the mixtapes in his first record. Um, there's a song called Um. Unfortunately, called Donald Trump, but it, um, samples, sure. a, it samples a, a Sufyan Stevens song. Oh, nice. Vesuvius. They're things, really things that don't often Because yeah. I imagine. Right, absolutely. So that's kind of why I was like, oh, cool. Miller had previously had some issues, including his much discussed addiction to prescription narcotics. Mm. Um, he'd also been arrested in May this year for drink driving. Um, that happened to coincide around the same time as the announcement that he and Ariana Grande oh, yeah, had this is where Ariana got all her. Two her... year relationship. Yeah, so at the time. Shit flinging. Um, She was given a lot of shit for um, breaking up with him. Because it's her responsibility... Right, so I mean the, she'd sort of remained relatively positive after their breakup calling Miller and um, one of her best friends in the whole world and said she would continue to respect and adore him following their separation but she, there was a lot of backlash and I think we talked about the fact that mm. she'd received a lot of grief from people. Um, she sort of described their relationship actually as being quite toxic and didn't understand why people thought that she should just minimise her sort of own self-respect and self-worth no, and stay in the relationship, which I completely agree with. She's not a babysitter, which is what she'd said herself. Um, subsequently, as well well, ariana grande after miller's
1: death then received so much abuse i remember you saying like when it happened you were like like the i think everyone sounds awful Was really sad for him but also like fuck ariana grande is gonna get so well, much I, shit
0: literally i felt i remember reading about it online i saw a whole bunch of things on twitter and then my like, her comments
1: were disabled yeah like so i immediately seconds, went to I.
0: instagram um and i happened i was like oh i'll, I'll just check ariana's Instagram account and then literally like there were loads of really awful comments and then I noticed within about 10 minutes the comments got shut off. Got shot and off and later I discovered it was because Instagram like closed them because mm. people were leaving such horrible abuse blaming her for his death which is just not fair he's obviously a very troubled individual and he's got nothing on her yeah it just does like. him, it does him a disservice a bit by blaming
1: you yeah, know, like her. he, yeah, and it, does it does do him sort of, a disservice. It, it really
0: almost diminishes, you know, his death and his sort of impact. And also mm-hmm. just putting the blame on her is just not cool.
1: I mean, shifting responsibility, like, I'm sure he wouldn't want the responsibility no. for it shifted onto her either. Like, he would take Absolutely. responsibility and, for and his own problems. you know, since they'd split, he hadn't
0: said anything negative about her in the press at all. So they'd
1: still kind of stayed on good terms, hadn't Yeah, they? I mean,
0: eventually Ariana did post a picture, um, post a video of him. Actually, she posted mm. some pictures, but she posted a video with the caption. I adored you from the day I met you when I was 19. I always will. I can't believe you aren't here anymore. I can't. I really can't wrap my head around it. We talked about this so many times. I'm so mad. I'm so sad I don't know what to do. You were my dearest friend for so long above anything else. I'm so sorry I couldn't fix or take your pain away. I really wanted to. The kindest, sweetest soul with demons he never deserved. I hope you're okay now rest.
1: That's horrible.
0: And then she pretty much has kind of gone underground a bit now.
1: Fuck, she's had a bad year. Like, it's just awful, <laughs> isn't it? It's sort of bookended with, like, so she's had obviously the the Manchester attack she got groped on television yeah <laughs> she's this with Mac Miller just yeah going back from their breakup and yeah. all of that right through to now what a it's just it's just a real a shame girl.
0: it's a real shame for her it's also a real shame that he was so young and I was so troubled and and couldn't find a way out of it and I no. think it's just it's a real shame and I do encourage people to watch that tiny desk performance and yeah. kind of remember you know,
1: his, kind of, his impact and, and, and musical yeah. um, legacy. Um, and they published, like, a. I was reading that, like, Vult, I think it was Vulture, published a profile on him the day before, mm-hmm. like, he died, um, talking about how, like, most rap careers open big and crumble over time, but this one is a long game. And it just had, like, a really horrible foreshadowing, and it was talking about how, um, like, how he sort of talks about uh rapping openly about really dark stuff, yep. and how people... Um, how he lives in a constant shadow of questions about his well-being because people just think he's a round-the-clock, reckless, depressive person. And it was like literally the day after. It was really, which it's really, it's really dark. It has been
0: really interesting reading interviews with him after his death. There was a a piece um, by Micah Peters on the Ring talking about mm. kind of Miller's cultural impact. And there's also a really good piece. I can't remember where it ended up being published it might be the ringer as well but mm. um there's a writer whose work I read, really like called Rembert Brown who mm. used to work for Grantland and he talks about how he and Mac Miller had become friends because Rembert had been sent to profile him for a publication mm. and then actually they just became really fast really friends on. and he talks about how Mac would go above and beyond and um, Rembrandt recently did like a 24-hour um, podathon oh, wow. to raise money for a kind of charity from his hometown, and the person that put him above and beyond the uh, target he was mm. um, aiming for was Matt Miller. He came oh. through, and so it's, it talks about actually how he yeah. was a really kind guy and how he would go above and beyond for his friends. Yeah, and
1: people don't seem to have a bad word to say about him, no, really. It's, do it's they? just, it's just really, really, really sad.
0: Mm. Um, in slightly happier news, though, and, and also talking about Ariana Grande, do a nice segue. Um, her and Pete Davidson got a pig. This isn't. An- a nice piece of so, like, respite isn't it yeah so Matt Miller died at the start of September and then a week or so later um, Ariana Instagram storied um, herself with what appeared to be a tiny pig who is, um, I've later learned, is called Piggy, Piggy Smalls. Smalls. Yeah, tiny. I mean, when shit goes down, just get out and buy a pig. Get a pig, right. So, um, obviously, the internet was very overwhelmed by this. It's a very cute it's animal. A lot. Um, when Ariana Grande does, does anything, the internet goes into overdrive. Um, yeah. But I think it was just because obviously she'd been quite low-key online and generally in the immediate aftermath of Mac Miller's death. So um, Pete Davidson, um, in a classic turn of events, has already got a tattoo of the pig. Like, within about, probably, like, two seconds that's bit. just what he does. It's what he does. And it's,
1: have you seen it? The tattoo. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a little grab- right next to a nice Winnie the Pooh as well. <laughs> and fucking his name. Talk got- about. He should have been on our shitty tattoo list. We'll do a Pete Davidson
0: special. Where? um She. So also, what I thought was quite funny is the internet went into meltdown when um, Ariana Instagrammed a photograph of herself, which was promoting her new perfume Cloud. She was sort of like just holding it, but in the background oh, of it, this. you can see a baby crib with a heat lamp. Um, and fans and Katy Perry were yes. really concerned about like what was happening. But like she had some sort of secret yeah. baby, and she basically and was confirmed and said like that's where Piggy Small sleeps. And when I saw the heat lamp, I was like, you like, like obviously that's for the pig. Yeah, cause that's, that's for the, the pig.
1: I've got a hedgehog, and he's the same lamp. thing. I um, didn't know that pigs needed heat heat lamps well, it's to be honest tiny isn't it yeah well, i mean you is, think it about, a, is it a teacup pig well we'd hope you so think. you
0: think about when you, you know when you go to sort of like a barns or oh yeah they have little they have heat lamps just to keep they. them warm um it's actually illegal to keep pigs as pets in new york city so it remains to be seen how long this will last for um appearing on like late night with seth myers um at the end of last month pete davidson asked answered many pig questions like why um, and how <laughs> did he say why well he said apparently um this is a quote from i think it was an article on vulture it says apparently even davidson is fuzzy on how exactly piggy smalls appeared mm. ariana was just like i want a pig and then an hour later
1: it was just there
0: you know what i can mean can you
1: imagine what would you if you could just say i want something and it just appeared jake jill yeah i thought it would be <laughs> just like i want a, imagine just saying someone like i just really want what a pig you today want? i don't know Probably, yeah, it'd probably be some sort of celebrity, wouldn't it? Or like... It would be food or a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. It
0: wouldn't be
1: a pig. Well, I don't know. I might say like a monkey or something, just for a cuddle, like a chimpanzee for I a I don't cuddle. think you understand the wide wider implications of that does ariana grande understand the wider implications she's of fucking that? rich she you doesn't know, have true. any there's no implications. in this scenario i'm also rich okay but, um fine. i like the fact that pete has also admitted that the pig is starting to headbutt and bite because it's a pig he said it's getting so... bigger as well which made me think
0: of oh my um, god so we once um we know someone who around yes. the beginning of the craze of the micro pigs a few years ago remember that they got a micro pig but it actually transpired it was just a piglet. it was just a normal farm pig they'd been missold a micro pig <laughs> and, it and so then it big. got so big but thankfully um they owned a farm so it was fine so the
1: pig just went from the house to the farm but honestly the to the but you if you google like teacup pigs
0: or micro yeah. pigs there are so many stories about people who end up with massive well, how do you pigs. know like a small pig's just a small pig it literally looks like a piglet it so just,
1: yeah piglets are small teacup pigs are i can't small. say that a piglet would be my ideal pet, but fine. You're not a fan of pigs, are you? I don't that's, like pigs. I really particular. like pigs. I like piglets. So, uh, I I could hang out with the pigs. I'm actually just not really into like big big
0: pigs. You know, no, like, like big, when they start getting
1: wiry and like the. Oh no, is that's quite...
0: quite. They're quite cute. You know, like oh, okay. full on like pig, big pigs. Yeah, like pigs. Big
1: pig. You would unfortunately
0: make sausages out of. Yes. Like big pink terrifying large I love pigs I I mean they yeah. are quite
1: terrifying um terrifying. also Ariana Grande's already got nine dogs the fuck does she need a pig nine dogs the amount of dogs that she has does stress me I don't off, think I but... could remember all nine names
0: like so you know when people have lots of animals and their houses are a bit like animal
1: her house must smell to dogs as well so it's smelly smelly dogs and pigs dogs and pigs Aaron and Grande actually They smells quite like they live, in like, they live in like a 16
0: million dollar apartment that probably just, just shit smells of wet everywhere. <laughs> it's just wet dog and hair no furniture, shit everywhere. just
1: pig shit everywhere. Um, yeah.
0: Would you like to discuss another animal-based? Yeah, that so it's
1: been the month of the pig. It's just so <laughs> it's just just so exciting for me and you and everyone. Um, so from one pig to another, Harry Styles was in his second Gucci campaign, um, which dropped this month for the brand's Cruise 2019 tailoring collection. Um, it was photographed by Glenn. Luchford? Lutchford, Who knows? Who um, set in a historic 16th century villa uh, just north of Rome um so um a quote from the uh the the release around uh, the gucci campaign said the campaign playfully positions harry styles's personal urban take on the Gucci. <laughs> this is so funny on the gucci tailoring wardrobe amongst the classic stylized landscapes of the gardens where fountains grottos grottos Grotto. and mazes characterize the ancient surroundings i don't know who wrote that shit but they're not okay, good at my favorite thing
0: about like exhibitions and just general campaigns is like the way that people Justify them fluff taking it, yeah, the fluff right? about why they've just taken these pictures.
1: Grottos. What yeah, fucking right. grottos? Basically, all you wanted to
0: do was get Harry Styles dressed up in some fancy clothes and give him some animals to cuddle.
1: And boy, were they fancy clothes! We've got the lavender shirt and trousers, yep. the copper-colour velvet jacket, Classic. floral blazers, the embroidery, and the crown. The, crown the was fucking headband is the best bit. <laughs> he poses with a pig he poses with a disinterested lamb and proves he's actually Jesus and it's the best thing it's the it's, it's the, the, the thing lamb, we all needed it was the lamb pictures that got me there's the one where I think it is it the lamb around yes, his neck yes where is Jesus yep. the lamb around his shoulders it reminded
0: me there's another um, not in any way Gucci related but there's like an Adam Driver photo set that he did for some editorial for a magazine or something it's just him and Farm Animals it's oh my god
1: maybe it, this is the pig that made it to Ariana afterwards. I like the the pig pigs one because he's like cuddling a pig and there's little pigs oh my on God, the floor little pig the goats a... is cute as well. I liked it when you posted on Instagram and put us as the pigs yeah because we were the piglets like we are the, yeah, the, the you needy needy, piglets, needy piglets, piglets in Harry Styles' you, life
0: did you like this campaign more or yes. less than the chip shop one
1: I really enjoyed the chip shop campaign with it chickens. speaks to me um, I prefer piglets and lambs to chicken. I like this one more. Um, and the outfits were more to my taste in this one. I liked um, the, and the crown. I liked the clothes more in this mm-hmm. one and the biblical aspect. He did just look like a boy king. He's a boy he? king. So he just looked. We call and him I boy just loved king. that there were so many photos that I had like twenty five
0: to save to my um, phone. The best thing was I was in a meeting when this campaign made its way online, and I had to leave the meeting to go and walk, just take a walk. <laughs>
1: I was, I was like
0: oh my gosh I just had loads of messages from you and Von, yeah. and then I had to be like I, yeah me. I was in a
1: meeting but I couldn't see it all so when I got out I had like 46 notifications or something mostly walk. pictures and you guys just crying and it was like this is too much Von was just Von's always really good at accessing that stuff in a very quick manner anyway so it was such a joy it's like, like instantly sort of... goes into her inbox or something you know she's got like Google alerts of course, so, so. Sure. if you haven't had a look at it then please do so we'll if you've, yeah, if we've definitely like... we've definitely shared it on twitter but
0: we'll we'll make sure we post some pictures on i Trump can show you know too. if
1: you know me in person i'll just show you just some ask. pictures on my
0: phone I've got them all stored so what we're currently enjoying um let's go to movies first we both watched american animals um, a few weeks ago it's uh, directed by bart layton it's his second film the first being the imposter a documentary have, have you, you seen, seen that? that no <laughs> i have have you Isn't yeah you good? it's really good yeah it's about a boy um who goes missing from home and then sort of. Many, oh, do they get an imposter? Back yeah, in? many years later, like a man turns up and says that he's the child. Oh no! But he's like it's, the, it's a very
1: odd story. Yeah, like the changeling or something. Yeah, sort of like that. It's very yeah, work. but it's
0: like it happened in real life. Very and that's a
1: documentary. Yeah, but it has
0: lots of um, it has lots of reenactment in it, so it's sort of mm. very similar to the way that um, American Animals oh. is constructed. So it stars Evan Peters, Barrack um Blake Jenner, Gerald Abramson, and Anne Dowd. It's based on the true story of a library heist which took place at Transylvania University in Lexington, Kentucky in 2004. Um, the film mixes dramatic and fictionalised reenactments with talking head style bits from real figures being portrayed on screen. Um, that's Warren Lipker, Spencer Reinhardt, Chaz Allen, er- Eric Borscht, and Betty Jean Gooch, who was the librarian mm. who was involved in
1: the heist. Um, what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't really know what I was kind of. I'd obviously seen the trailer, yeah. which looked really good and looked really tense. I wasn't really sure what I was going into. Um, I wasn't familiar with this kind of storytelling style. Of I wasn't. The, I wasn't familiar with the story.
0: I. No. I like a heist film. Mm. Yeah, um, I but, like a heist film. But I wasn't familiar with this particular story, and no. I didn't really have any expectations going in, other than I like the cast. Yes. And yes. I was we were just there for Peters the, mainly, trailer. and Old
1: Barry. But um, no, uh, the the kind of the jump between the real interviews um and the kind of fictional portrayals of what happened was interesting i wasn't kind of like i wasn't immediately sold on it and i was like am i going to find this quite clunky um but i think i did i did like it and it tied into that um whole kind of unreliable witness style where actually the accounts that each of the real people were giving like often really sort of contradicted each other and that kind of that was really interesting Um, yeah i liked the way that it would kind of it gave you the you know, it would.
0: You'd have talking heads from one particular mm. person that was involved in the house, like the real person, and then we'd have it go back to the film, mm. and we'd sort of, you know, see the kind of fictionalized mm. um, reenactment of what happened. And mm. then, especially towards the end, there was the kind of, you're, you're, you're the the seed of doubt is kind of yeah. set at many points, and you are given the same um, events from different perspectives, yeah, and which I thought different. was really cool. I did yeah. think that was kind of interesting. It was. Yeah, um, I think it kind of. It sort of has interesting things to say about this sort of, you know, being unable to re- achieve greatness if something hasn't yeah. happened to you. Because obviously Spencer Reinhardt, who was the, mm. who's played by Barry Keogh, and he's yeah. the person who um, discovers the art books that they intend on stealing. Yes. Um, and he's just sort of he's, he's an artist and he's unsure that he's able to live up to kind of that reach that potential mm. unless something kind of happens to him because he lives yeah. kind of a boring pedestrian normal life mm. he's had no traumatic experiences yeah, he just sort of has grown up in Kentucky goes to university is mm. just an artist and there's sort of this I don't know this kind of arrogant notion that
1: there has to be something out of the yeah. ordinary I think maybe happen. the one thing that stopped me from like enjoying it I really liked it, but it stopped me from loving it, was the fact that I didn't... Because of that, I didn't really feel any sense of, like, sympathy for them really at all. I just think they're brats. Like, the guys in real life and the the fictional portrayals. I was like, you are brats. You're not, like, lovable antiheroes. You... You just all think that you like the world owes you something because you're not special, and I just found that really infuriating. <laughs> no, there's a level of like weird self
0: entitlement where they oh, think so that the much. world owes them something. It is kind of a bit of a um, they're not really millennials because it's 2004, but it yeah. does seem to, very in line with that kind of ongoing
1: discussion about the level of self entitlement. Like, we had to do it because the millennials like, we needed something like we needed to be great. and well, like, no, I'm too normal. Like, you know, in just... like
0: most in most heist films and generally when in most kind of crimes where that happens Mm. there is like a level of motive so there's like some sort of desperate need there's this
1: we're doing this we're doing you know there's like or if they're caught in like a long sort of running journey of like crime after crime and they have to keep committing them in order to get money to escape to blah blah, blah. for this this was so like you did not need to do any of this well they were
0: just doing it because they could yeah because they thought they had the intelligence to beat the system and
1: that was also really infuriating because the film spends so much like the pace of the film is quite sort of slow to begin with because it spends so much time with them as they meticulously plan yeah but their plan is so shit yeah it's like you've meticulously planned and yet managed to not actually plan this effectively at all and it so easily goes wrong i do think that's the point
0: though in a way way, isn't it because you're basically it's their arrogance that actually they do Mm. know that because they've read up on it or because they've watched a lot of films or you know they know the Inside out of a particular building that they know they think they can do. It. I mean, oh, well, it's
1: this idea. Of, yeah, yeah, we did it because we can. It's like, but you couldn't. You couldn't. It's just
0: so <laughs> no. And I did like that there was a flaw to it. I did yeah. like that you know, you know that they fail at
1: the end of it. Yeah, I so... think um, I was reading a, a review on Consequence of Sound, and Alison Shoemaker said um, quite nicely and succinctly. She said, "Heists aren't capers, consequences aren't tidy, and people are always something of a mess." Which yeah. kind of I really enjoyed. Um, it was yeah, it was good. Um, it was very tense during the actual heist itself so I felt yeah I felt you know pretty much on the edge of my seat for that Um, I haven't really thought about it much since to be honest personally but um, it was good when we Good one, yeah, we watched yeah, it. absolutely. I think there are some really good performances in it. Um, Evan Peters, yes, this is my final thing. Can we discuss whether Evan Peters is hot? Two, just two very quick things: Blake Jenner, yeah, who is in yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, he is a Ben Affleck motherfucker, he like, is look-alike. like, like, yeah. I when he appeared on screen, he sounds he like he sounds ben Affleck. like Ben. A- did you say like to like me in the film? I did, yeah, he looks like baby Ben Affleck. Yeah. And it was only when the credits rolled and I saw that it was Blake Jenner because I hadn't in mm. advance knew that he was in it, I was like, oh, he's in every. Everybody Wants Some, which is yeah, yeah. film I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Um But I didn't recognise him. Like, and I don't care so... for Ben
1: Affleck, so it doesn't... No, it doesn't very odd, hard, though. Um, really Barry and always a treat as well. Love Barry Kieran. He's just so... Simultaneously adorable and He's a fucking and weirdo, isn't evil he? Evil-looking. So evil-looking. And he's like... He's yeah. There's he's something so about awkward. him in every role that he's done so far. But um, he's a very clever lad. My favourite thing is a lurking his Instagram. Oh my god! He just loves life now
0: because he's just like oh, a lovely country boy. He's that's such come. a lovely
1: Irish. Country and also, boy. if you watch
0: interviews with him, he he. There's like a level of like disbelief that he yeah. just can't believe that this is his life now. Well, it's his really name's cute.
1: Barry. Like who? He's so like Irish. a famous Barry. He's so Irish. It's there. such a lovely Irish boy. Um, like, oh, he's so the good. The floor is yours to now talk about Evan Peters, then. Evan Peters, um hot in American horror story, particularly Murder House, where Emma he House. was like Kurt Cobain-esque.
0: Do you remember when we first watched Murder House and our lives just became Tate and Violet? Oh my
1: god, Tate and Violet, Tate just so much. Love it my, so much. If
0: I go back on my Tumblr from Tate. that period of time, it was just like reblogs of just mm. Tate Langdon.
1: And then being horrified that Evan Peters was dating Emma what's her name Emma uh, um, roberts emma roberts oh um i think evan peters is probably incredibly boring in real life i think he's i think he lacks so boring. i'm so sorry Evan, but i think he lacks any kind of yeah just so boring um but i think he's hot in a weird sickly sort of <laughs> he's got a very sickly pallor and i don't know there's something wrong with him but i sort of still think he's really hot i think he's very hot until he smiles Yeah,
0: you've got this thing about him smiling. Do you think it ruins it? His face goes really odd when he smiles. I'm kind of into it. Um, I'm not saying that he should always be Mardi and like I think
1: I would bang him in everything I've seen him in. He was very hot in this film. Yeah, he was. He plays a loose cannon well, doesn't he? That's very much his thing is the loose Um, cannon. um, What
0: has been your favourite iteration of Evan Peters in American Horror Story though? It
1: has to be Murder House.
0: Is Murder House? I liked... Murder House is number one. Mm -hmm. Kit Walker in mm-hmm.
1: asylum number yeah. two just because i like the, i think they started I like off, the yeah. brown hair that mm-hmm. was a good he hasn't transition. He might, i mean i've missed i missed one season of um american horror story the last one whatever it was called can't remember cult, cult. didn't watch that one um but i think like you know they've the the best Evan peters are the earliest ones for Did sure you,
0: have you seen him in um any of the x-men films
1: Yes, he's I don't, really good as. Quicksilver. I don't really remember him. I just fancied him. He's so. he's very,
0: really good in in um, Quicksilver. I mean, to be honest, he
1: has. Let's do a Twitter poll. Is Evan Peters actually hot? I, can't. I think he is. He's but not. he's sort of not. If you, he's, he's definitely like quite pasty. In yeah. a weird, I, do, I don't know. I do like
0: your idea that he's boring in real life. He's so boring.
1: He's really boring, isn't he? Yeah, but. If he was actually Tate, well, that would mean he's just... Like, well, th- the
0: thing is, Steph, I'm going to be, be honest with killer. you, in my cool. head, he is just Tate. Yeah, they've he's
1: kind Tate of become number. one, right? He's just... He's a little bit Tate in this film as well. I didn't
0: realise as well, I've just because I looked on IMDb, he was also in... So we'll just in a second talk about Ryan Murphy, but he was also in Ryan Murphy's Pose, which I'm so desperate to watch.
1: What's that? Um, Let's watch
0: it. It's about... Um, Ryan se- Murphy. <laughs> mm. Right? Um, mm. It's about... Set in like nineteen eighties, like ball culture, so it's to do with sort of like the kind of um, LGBT Mm. kind of dance scene in New York at the time. um, Interesting. And he's in that that as well, which I didn't realize. Does he dance? Do you think? Who who can say? But um, Ryan Murphy,
1: man. Yeah, I. What does he have over these people? I don't know. So we've sort of just April and I discussed this quite a lot recently. I watched the first episodes of American Horror Story: Apocalypse, which is season eight um after having not watched i know i didn't watch cult i've watched the rest i keep going back don't know why it's totally cringe um this is going to be the weirdest most pointless season to date because it's set in the present day following a nuclear blast but it's somehow going to be a crossover between murder house and coven none of which works together think about it's just fucking stupid but the fucking lineup for the people that got in this film ryan murphy's Got to have like some sort of blackmail. I think
0: all of these people have done something, and Ryan Murphy's the only person maybe that together. Knows. Yeah, in a
1: previous season, yeah, they killed they disposed of a body, and Ryan, and Ryan Murphy's, Murphy's like oh. you have to keep coming back. Yeah. Now it must have happened in Coven because they've got Sarah Paulson back, Kathy Bates, Evan Peters, Billy Lord's in it, Jessica Lange. I can't pronounce Tessa Farmiga. Is it Tessa Farmiga who plays Violet? Farmiga, yeah. Fine, sorry there you go I think it's Eastern European that was very good okay. um, Francis Conroy Stevie Nicks Stevie fucking Nicks. and Connie Britton what have you got over Stevie Nicks to get her in this shit show
0: it's so what? weird isn't it it's, it's so weird I, so weird the last full season I watched was Coven yeah and that was I'm going to be honest with you was stevie X based yes so it was yes it was like, yes. it was like Nicks
1: outfit episodes. and stevie X based
0: and then a subsequent season so i didn't even watch it for emma roberts april right subsequent quit seasons i've tried i tried to watch mm-hmm. some the hotel mostly for lady Gaga and yes i mean
1: i watched that pretty much for those two yeah
0: but i haven't watched any others since evan so. peters
1: wasn't even really worth it so, in that we go. One. so what um, my theory is evan peters is only hot when he so, doesn't yeah. smile and we need to find out what ryan murphy's got over all these people um just quickly whilst we're on films I went and saw The Little Stranger last week we did um, we were going to go together but it just didn't work out in the end did it so I'm I glad to... you got to go though Yeah I went and sort of grabbed a grabbed a screening of it it's very good um so it's directed by Lenny Abrahamson who did Frank uh, I like
0: the ease of so that because you weren't sure
1: yes with a question Frank? mark I think he did do Frank he did do Frank um, it's based on the novel by Sarah Waters which is a very very good novel indeed which is why I really you um, love wanted... Sarah Waters oh, I do love Sarah Waters and this is my favourite Sarah Waters I think oh, so yeah. um, and it, it's it's Called the same thing, it's called The Little Stranger. Um, so it stars Donald Gleason, everyone's favourite. Ruth Wilson, everyone's favourite oh. mouse. <laughs> Ruth Wilson, your mouth. Ruth Wilson's um, mouth. Will Poulter and Charlotte Rampling. Um so in a so the basic premise is that in a dusty post-war summer, Dr. Faraday, played by domal Gleason, is called to a patient at Hundreds Hall. Uh, Hundred Hall is home to the Ayers family for over two centuries um, and the Georgian house, once grand and handsome, is now in decline. It's masonry crumbling and its gardens choked with weeds. Its owners, who are a mother, son and daughter, and the daughter, Caroline, is played by Ruth Wilson, are struggling to keep up with changing society as well as their sort of internal family conflicts and they are struggling to keep up with the house. Um, Faraday is familiar with the house because he used to visit it as a child and he himself is sort of a working class um, person who um has you know become a doctor so is kind of climbing in society yep. as it were and he's desperate to hold on to that um so he was obsessed with the house as a child and he's come back to it um imagining that it will still kind of encapsulate this sort of pre-war innocence mm-hmm. that he loves so much and it's you know it's crumbling and it's not being looked after um, and whilst he develops relationships with the people in this house um some weird stuff starts happening um and the family are convinced that the house is haunted so it's, is I think it's had really, it's had kind of mixed reviews. Um, the America got it wrong, obviously, by really positioning the trailer as a horror film. It's not a horror film no. at all. The book isn't a horror book. It's kind of a quiet gothic drama. Mm-hmm. So it's got gothic elements, but not in, but it's, not a, it's not a horror film at all. No. Um, It's got themes of kind of childhood and memory and class and time. For anyone who's obsessed with the portrayal of a place, especially like the portrayal of like a manor house or a grand house... Um, I think this is a really really great film for that I really enjoyed it um, I, w- I went in expecting a very kind of quiet slowly paced film with some kind of eerie bits and pieces but nothing that strongly kind of leans towards anything supernatural so it really kind of worked for me Oh good. Um, Donald Gleason is always great I his character him. in this is really cold mm-hmm. um, very clipped he's not relaxed at he all. does that really well
0: he does he does, he does. have he has the ab- ability to portray someone mm-hmm. that is just really repressed yeah really repressed very, like, trying stiff. to keep
1: up this appearance yeah. of being kind of middle class now when he's not um and you kind of can't work out whether his actions are kind of driven by his attraction to uh ruth wilson's character or whether it's driven by his love for the house ruth wilson's obviously the star of it though her and her lovely I love mouth her um yeah she's just like the character's a really great character it's the book it's the character in the book that i really loved as well but she's just so i could look
0: at her forever
1: and i could listen to her talk forever she's just yeah she's just wonderful like i remember first seeing her in jane eyre and that was the best as, She's Jane. So She's as Jane, She is the perfect she? Jane. She's amazing. I just yeah, we've discussed this. Quite I think a lot. actually
0: in my head when I do think of Jane Eyre, she is just Jane. She's Jane Eyre, like right? Jane Eyre. Is she.
1: Just... I think both her and um, God, what's his name as Rochester? I can't remember his name now. He's in Black sails. Um, it'll come to me in a minute. Um, it's just such a good casting for that. It works. Toby so, Stephens. Oh, that's it. Toby Stevens. I fancy him as well as Rochester. Great.
0: That's interesting that he is your Rochester. Yeah, he's huh. definitely
1: my Rochester. Have you seen the um?
0: the michael fassbender version
1: do you know what i had this discussion at work the other day almost called it school um <laughs> had this discussion about jane eyre and simon said is toby stevens not just a poor man's michael fassbender oh interesting i liked the Ooh.
0: jane eyre the version with mia roskowska and Michael. Fassbender. oh did you yeah he was very i
1: good barely that. remember that do you know, you know. I mean he does also make a good character as oh well. directed that. Oh my god. Look at all one. these threads. Um yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Nice sidebar. Um Ruth Wilson and her mouth connected to Jake Gilman Hall like our dream, is That's it? my dream That's is absolute dream. Ruth Wilson and Jake Gilman Hall's together. together. Lovely, lovely. Um just to sum up this film, um it's kind of strange, it's gloomy, it's gothic, very much like Sarah uh, uh, Waters novel. Um and the only thing is the ending is slightly different to the book. Oh, really? It causes a little bit of confusion, I think. Um, I discussed it with my colleague at work who also watched it and she was like, I thought I got it. And then the end completely threw me off, um, which I believe is, you know, deliberate. Mm-hmm. But I don't know whether it was necessary. I okay. think it could have finished the way. The, they kind of, they included the ending of the book, but then added an extra thing at the end. I don't really think that was necessary. Um, but it is just a lovely little film. If, it looked um, like it
0: would be quite atmospheric. And I am it's very, very sad that I missed it, so I definitely will be checking it out um, when it makes its way online or... Definitely recommended. such. So, on the TV front, I feel like we're waiting for a lot of things to start at the oh moment. Oh my god, there's so much in October. we're not it, like a few episodes into various different yes. things, which I'll talk about at a later date. But one mm-hmm. thing that we did make a real point of watching, and we are now halfway through, is Killing... We haven't
1: managed to finish it yet. No, but we are at a good point, I think. So, Killing yes. Eve... Um, yes, finally. finally. It's finally come to the UK I feel like we've been waiting for this for ages
0: after everyone else
1: across the world I has it, watched it like six months ago I feel
0: like it aired in the States in April in, um, it aired so April? long ago yeah. It's you bizarre. remember Vaughn
1: watched it like yeah. months I just,
0: before us. I guess we could have torrented it but we didn't so it was a BBC America production stars Sandra Oh, Jodie Comer written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge adapted from the books by Luke Jennings the codename Vill- Villanelle um, the premise is Eve Palastri played by Sandra Oh is a desk-bound MI5 officer who begins to track down the talented psychopath assassin Villanelle who's played by Jodie Comer um, and then both women sort of become mutually obsessed with one mm. another we are only in it's eight episodes isn't it and we're f- four deep
1: yes yes so we are literally in the middle and we've got to the point where um eve and phil is it phil nell Vill- um have been introduced to each other and their kind of cat and mouse game is just mm-hmm. beginning, really. Yeah. Um, so we, I think we, we're in a place where we kind of understand the tone of the yeah. show now and understand how, where it's kind of heading, but like the real action, well, the real part of the plot hasn't fully kicked in between those women yet. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Mm. I do like how darkly comic it is it's very... i totally didn't expect it to be comic at all no well, it's i funny. hadn't really read anything in advance about it except knowing that everyone else was freaking out about yeah, how good it so was i, I was... didn't know it'd be that comic
0: i was really nervy ahead of watching it because i was worried that it was going to be one of those things that everyone would hype into oblivion yes. and then we'd actually watch it and then be like massively disappointed yeah. because it didn't live up to the hype but 100%. it just I mean it looks fucking amazing it like, does the, the music is brilliant the costumes, the costumes. that pink dress both, is crazy oh God, both of the performances Sandra Oh and um, Jodie Comer as well are just a fabulous like mm. it's just it does and I do like how the tone will go from kind of just being very kind of comic or light mm. light not light but it's sort of just it's just funny you know and then yeah. it will go to being like so fucking dark and i guess really given the, yeah i guess given the subject matter mm. that it is someone who is an assassin mm. it's it's inevitable but it's just it's that switch that i think is so well handled. Yeah, and it's I'm, really well handled. I'm really looking forward actually to um, Eve and Villanelle getting to interact yes. more directly. So I'm very keen to see how what it, that
1: chemistry is like. Yeah. You can kind of see where it's going, where it's like you're trying to... I mean, it's really difficult to can't really read any kind of reviews or anything of it right now because yeah. it gives away the plot too yeah. much um but i'm really interesting to see whether like their relationships whether it's it's almost like in part a sexual kind of relationship in part kind of spiritual they seem very similar but also very different there's this and it's like that kind of mutual respect and yes. mutual obsession they're kind of just both very very aware of each other so Def- just to add that um I find it really interesting that um, I don't exactly watch a lot of shows about assassins, although we were just sent, you know, to heist movies and things like that. But I like... I assume the book has got female characters in it as well, but it's really interesting to see that the main, obviously the main hero and the villain are both women in a genre that's usually very kind of male dominated. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that obviously it's about assassins and, you know, MI5 and things like that. But also it's very much about like females, rela- female relationships. And one of the examples I was thinking of is one of the the other characters, so Eve's Colleague Elena who's got like a serious crush on her superior Carolyn oh, yeah. and she's just like always talking about how much like she, she'd basically like sell her kids to have sex with her or something just because she's in so in awe of her it is funny actually isn't it because I think when you
0: watch a lot of kind of like crime procedurals mm. and, I mean I think it's less so now but like historically it's always been kind of women in it but it tends to be men in charge and it mm. is really great that you've got Villanelle as this sort of you know assassin who's mm. just goes above and beyond you've got Eve in her role at mi father and then is positioned into the kind of the secret service, and then you've also got her boss, who's a who's a woman as mm. well, and then her team. You know, like you said, it's got her friend Lena, she brings on board, and it is actually kind of like quite nice. And I the thing the thing is, I thought when we were watching it is I didn't think anything about that. I just yeah. sort of like like oh cool like. Well, I guess it comes so naturally to like, obviously yeah, but in that, our world. But That's what I mean. Is it? It's like it's in the in the actual show. It's not positive as like. Oh, isn't it great that there's this woman yes. who is in charge? Isn't it great that you are a woman and now mm. you are in charge of this task force? Isn't it it's great that she given. is a female
1: assassin? It's just sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's just things. And it's just a given that, like, even Sandra O oh is cast in, like, as one of the main characters. Yeah. I was reading somewhere that she was saying that when she was offered, um, or when she was introduced to Killing Eve, she was so used to being offered supporting parts that when she got the pilot scripts through, she couldn't work out who she was supposed to play because she weird? assumed that she wasn't and the she lead. Is
0: so 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 good she's the it. best I mean
1: she's stand out the best oh, I just thing about her
0: in Anything? did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy not all the way through I've only so, seen bits of it I saw like one season mm-hmm. of it maybe two and she was really great in that I can imagine she's like one of the standout parts yeah she's really good and she's in um, that film Sideways I remember watching Mm. that she's brilliant in as well and she's like like you say like she's always been kind of a supporting character and been like fucking amazing but it's just it's so great for her to get so much screen time in this and also she's getting like she got a lot of awards Mm. um, recognition for it as well Mm. like I know that she didn't win the Emmy but she was nominated and that's like in itself is huge so yeah it is just it's brilliant I think the cut that she's just great that's really great casting and I'm, I'm really excited to see um, how the last four episodes so
1: excited pair. but we're going to watch them together that's why we haven't yeah. watched it yet because we want to make sure we watch them we can just watch them in another four hour block together I think yeah I'm glad we, we did can... four and four actually I think that will work out quite well and then we'll do like a, maybe like a post
0: season yes. analysis where we can talk about it in more Sounds depth but um, talking about um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge um, yes. who wrote Killing Eve I um, last week managed to watch all of fleabag finally mm. so i was talking um about how killing eve i've been and they at- kind of
1: go hand in hand like almost thematically as yeah, well yeah yeah definitely gather. they've got a very
0: similar tone um and fleabag was something that had been recommended for me so many times by so many people because they knew that i'd probably really like it and mm. i was so apprehensive to watch it because i whenever anything anyone recommends anything my back I don't know. It always gets my back off a bit because I'm always a bit like, if someone relentlessly tells me something's really, yeah. really good, like I'm the just, way don't that we relentlessly
1: it. talk about things, I'd find that really annoying. You're the only person that I think that could just make me watch something. They're like, please can you watch this? Yeah, right but now?
0: so so Fleabag um aired in 2016. It's a, another BBC production. It was written and starring Phoebe Waller Bridge um as a Fleabag, a woman who's trying to negotiate London life and um, whilst coming to terms with a recent life-changing event. Um, the show was adapted from Waller Bridge's 2013 Edinburgh Festival Fringe performance. Mm. um oh, and i didn't know that That's yeah cool. i didn't realize until today mm. actually so it was a one woman play um the idea of character of fleabag came from a challenge by a friend where Wallerbridge was tasked with creating a sketch for a 10 minute section mm. in a stand-up storytelling night and actually knowing that now and then i'm um, thinking about the show itself there's a lot of kind of like to the camera dialogue where oh, fleabag cool. is like okay, directly yeah. talking to the audience and you can imagine how it would have initially kind of been mm. incepted as um being on stage mm. um it's got lots of themes about depression trauma grief um how we negotiate and balance those how they can kind of really knock you for six sure. and how you come to terms with that but it was just the episodes are only 25 minutes long oh, okay so it's quite short and they're only six.
1: Oh, blimey so I, I didn't realize it was
0: that short so you just went I didn't through know it either. so i watched one and then the following like, day oh i'm almost done yeah the following day i watched the rest of it but um it's just i think phoebe waller bridge is just brilliant like she's so good in it mm. um and it's really interesting watching it actually after mm. watching those first yeah, four episodes like of killing eve because pieces. thematically mm. fleabag goes from being like really really funny to suddenly being like really it's like got that real changed, world yeah. like reality trek like mm. bleak as fuck kind of stuff um so I really recommend anyone to watch it. It's on, um, I watched it on BBC iPlayer. Oh, brilliant.
1: Um, good, it's right. so short It's nice as well. to have some BBC stuff they actually want to watch. Right, Richard? I know. When I was the last time I used iPlayer? Not I never, recently.
0: I never ever watch any BBC stuff. No. Really, these days.
1: No, So no, it's kind
0: of funny, actually, to have done both of those um, in such short succession.
1: On to music, um, just a couple of things briefly. Um, firstly, my induction into ryan adams so this is a thing that i hadn't anticipated i think april's probably look forward to talking about i hadn't anticipated quite doing but um a few weeks ago april and i got onto the subject of ryan adams um as you will all know that she's a fan um his song This House Is Not For Sale had come up on The um, Loser's Club which is a Stephen King podcast I listened to and they were discussing it and the theory around it being uh, a song based on Beetlejuice which I was obviously very interested in. So we were having a conversation about that and then I was like cool, could you just make me like a Ryan Adams playlist because there's so much back catalogue here what just uh, induct me. Music to my ears. She was, was like th- oh shit. Um, sext is what I think. Yeah, I it was like an actual sext um, and <laughs> So for me, I've always just, like, kind of assumed Ryan Adams was sad girl music. And you know how I feel about sad girl music, April... <laughs> I it depresses me too much I can't you're in direct opposition I am if I'm in the mood where I want to listen to sad girl music I'm probably too depressed to listen to sad girl music (laughs) sure sure. so we are the polar opposite in that respect um turns out I really like Ryan Adams (laughs) and it's really good so um, I think I think the best thing about when you sent
0: me that message is you were like oh did you know this and I was like yeah I've got that you're in the tattoo yeah obviously (laughs)
1: Or man... It's almost like I'm mansplaining. Oh, yeah, for that.
0: Um, I think, actually, it was more that I was like, oh, yeah, you know that tattoo I've got on the inside of my arm?
1: That is literally yeah, this I was song. like,
0: It's literally this song and it's the Beatles. So I've got inside the my left arm, I've got the Beetlejuice house and I've got this I must house have just thought it sale. was a nice
1: house that looked a little bit like the Beetlejuice I don't house. Think
0: I, I think it's because I didn't really say that it was the Beetlejuice house, but it's Well, I wouldn't have house.
1: understood. Now exactly. I know the context, you know. April. Um, so April made me a very good playlist, which you should share on um, Twitter and all our yes, channels. I, I think it would be a very good induction for anyone who is keen to try and listen to Ryan Adams. I think it was 44 songs because he's 44 in November. Oh, that's sexy. 44. As so. if. Oh, yeah. well okay. I yeah, really into it and I have I haven't just listened to it because I feel like I needed to. I have I it's like, been nice to walk into work with.
0: I think the thing that I was quite pleased with is that you opted to do it of your own accord mm-hmm. rather than because I relentlessly bullied I hadn't you. Hadn't relentless so. We've
1: managed to coexist as friends for many years without me doing this. So this was just a nice Edition, yeah, that's really. why I was
0: pleased. I was pleased that you came to it of your own volition and not because I'd
1: like yeah bad guilted you into it. it. No, there's no there's no badgering into it there. Um, I think I feel like Prisoner and Heartbreaker are gonna be like the albums for yeah, me to. So now I've done the now I've done the playlist. I'm yeah. gonna go back and listen to those. So albums the thing
0: is, time. is that his output is so vast, and mm, there is literally There's just so, too much. There's something for every occasion, and I think the thing is, I was pleased that I. I tried really hard to give you like an overview of like each record mm. by at least having like one or two like, f- yeah, songs from each songs so you could get a flavor for it because there does tend to be kind of phases. I mean I it's I love him because unconditionally I, unconditionally I have his initials tattooed on my leg which is a bit grim really but um DRA classic. <laughs> David yeah. Ryan um I there is just something for everything Yes. So if I'm feeling upbeat, I know that there's records I can go to. If I'm feeling, like, depressed as fuck, there's records I'll go to. It's nice to have a little bit of overlap.
1: And I like having that as well. And, and that's probably why I should have come to this sooner, really. Like, my my love of The Cure, like, one of my all-time favourite bands, I feel like they've got an album for everything as well. They can go from being, like, really kind of poppy to being really dark or to being really sad and I'm kind of really into that so yeah it's not just all sad girl music right? I've learned I think when you've got
0: someone whose career is so lengthy and his yes, album, he's I mean, huge he's, he's relentless with the amount of mm-hmm. records that he releases and because he um, re- self-releases a lot on Paxam which is his um label and recording studio that he's got Um, so he just kind of just puts stuff out really quickly um, so I'm very pleased that you enjoyed it. Yeah
1: them. what are your key albums if you had to recommend if you're putting the playlist out there, but also recommending a few albums. Uh, I um, Gold's a good one to go in on. It's okay. like the most obvious choice. Did I buy that for Christmas? I think you did yeah, buy it. So Gold, Gold's like a so really well.
0: obvious choice. I okay. do think the newer records, Prisoner and Ryan Adams, the self-titled, okay. are very good intros.
1: I like the Prisoner stuff you put on. Yeah,
0: because they're kind of mm. broad ranging. They have like the heavier stuff that he does, but then he also has the acoustic. I think Love Is Hell is really good. Mm. That's a good era of Ryan Adams. Okay. At the end of the day, I'm gladly in a position to recommend Ryan Adams to people. So yeah. just come and ask me if about If anyone it. wants to give it a it's go. It's like my favourite
1: topic of choice, really. He's such an odd character. He is a character, isn't he? I've certainly heard a lot about him. He is a strange one. Is right. he another weirdo? He's fucking weird. We've been discussing man. weirdos all day. We've been discussing so. with- he is incredibly weird. Um, He's had Fine. a lot of issues,
0: has my. So he's a tortured son? He's an incredibly tortured oh, oh, we love a tortured son. I just love him so much. Yeah. I just think if I ever met him, I would just combine.
1: Yeah, I think you would too. I'm not sure whether you should. (laughs) I don't think I want to. There's a list of people that I'm not sure you should and he might have to be on it. (laughs) I'd need to be euthanised afterwards, I think. The other uh, kind of music... Uh, related um, thing that I wanted to cover before we go to our main topic, actually. It works quite well. Um, How many times on average do you think you've listened to Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper in the past couple of weeks? Um, Do you want the cool answer or the honest answer? (laughs) The honest answer. The honest answer is I've probably listened
0: to it about ten times a day since it made its way online on spotify on spotify yeah. so that's a lot i do like that at any given moment i'm probably am listening to it and that you're probably listening yeah i'm probably having an exchange about how we're listening to it yes yeah, so so. there's been quite
1: a few occasions where one of us has sent a screenshot to the other being like i'm listening to this right now again and the other one has gone either oh my god ditto or shit i'm gonna have to listen to it again so that's just what we've done I've for just, like the past few weeks i feel like i've had it in my head non-stop what a song. What's what, your um... favourite part? Is it the... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that ah. bit. Yes. My, where my soul just... The, uh, the non-verbal bits are my favourite oh. bits. So good, so good. It's um, so good. So we've had that song just sitting with us for couple of weeks and then the soundtrack in its entirety came out on mm, Friday Friday Friday, so just before we saw the film actually Um, and it's a if you get this we've realised there's two versions there's the dialogue version yeah Muggins didn't realise it was a dialogue version so I've been listening to the songs just like a schmuck well see I wish I'd done the other I don't like dialogue bits in a a, no I don't like it it's like I'm either watching the film no but that's why it's so good um, it's because you can just relive the film I don't know I just (laughs) uh, without the visuals I just find it hard like those little snippets of without any context some of it just feels a bit weird and cheesy so i kind of like so i've gone for the the like the 17 original songs you've gone for like the 500 track list i was just just the
0: songs and then last night um when i got home i did realize there was a dialogue version and i was pleased because it meant i could listen to the low (gasps) rumblings of bradley cooper's voice the lowest
1: voice ever um we i mean we're going to cover this in a minute anyway but I was just surprised, firstly, that Bradley Cooper can sing. He can sing. That was... Yeah, that was a surprise. Um and do you want to cover the songs now or should we do that within our... we'll should we do it in the context yes. of the film because yes. i think
0: that um it's it's worth talking about within the the confines of the film so that um, works very we well. thought that because we were seeing we knew we were seeing a star is born this weekend and obviously because the film itself is about musicians we thought it would be a nice excuse to kind of talk about the film and then talk about movies about musicians and mm-hmm. um, movie sort of musical biopics and mm-hmm. um, films that are about eras of music so a star is born um, yeah. Um, the 2018 version is directed by Bradley Cooper, who was also involved in writing a new screenplay for the film. Um, it stars Cooper as Jackson Maine. Lady Gaga plays Ali Campana, an unknown singer-songwriter who Jackson encounters in a drag bar where she's performing. Yes. Um, after a whirlwind evening together, he discovers that she has a great talent, which he believes needs to be nurtured, and from this, their friendship and, spoiler, um, relationship <laughs> begins to flourish. Um, the film is very much about the rise of one star while the other is on a decline, and um, Jackson has hearing issues stemming from tinnitus and he also has a pretty um big drink and drug problem um, slightly large there's a fourth version of the film there's um three versions of it which come came before there's the 1937 version directed by david o selznick which stars frederick marks and uh janet Gaynor. the 1954 version with judy garland and james mason and a 1976 version with chris christopherson and barbara streisand yes Um, you haven't seen any of those, have
1: you? No, so I haven't, yeah, I haven't watched any of the previous versions um, and so I wasn't familiar with the storyline of A Star is Born, really, apart from this idea of um, these two sort of, two stars on very different trajectories and one is kind of crashing in his career slowly and one is ascending. So apart from that, I I didn't really know what to expect. No,
0: see, I'd seen... I've seen the the Judy Garland version, but I haven't seen the other 2 Um. The film is just kind of interesting. I mean, I, I was when I was reading around it um, in preparation for the film. Bradley Cooper was taught to play guitar by Lucas Nelson, his yeah. son Willie Nelson, um, and then cool. Lucas Nelson and The Promise of the Real, which is his band, um, mm. also then appear in the film as Bradley Cooper's backing band. Yeah. Um, Lucas Nelson also contributed songs to the soundtrack, um, and Ga- Lady Gaga um, helped write a lot of the songs as well, which um, you can tell they're hundred percent very Lady Gaga, songs, which I think makes they? sense because they're very tailored to her and the way that yeah. she sings and her talents it does yeah Um, much of the music was recorded live on set because lady gaga insisted that was how it should be and then also filming happened at a lot of real festivals including coachella oh yeah they had like coachella crowds and stuff yeah which is very cool um so what was your kind of general feeling about the film itself
1: um so i think it's a very earnest film Mm -hmm. i was kind of struck by how earnest it was really um and it's a very, it's a very timeless story. And I think, it you know, the fact that it's been remade, like this is the fourth version of yeah. it, shows that it's timeless and that it's a kind of story that everyone um, recognises. I think that I would not have initially have been interested in watching it if it wasn't for um, Lady Gaga. I think that's the reason mm. I was like, I have to see this because yeah. I'm so invested in her. Um, I had previously didn't have much investment in Bradley Cooper, which we can, you know, cover in a minute. Yeah, so I don't think it was, it's not really a storyline or a love story that I would have bought into without their chemistry together. And I think I could already tell actually in the trailer that they had a very strong chemistry as the lead characters.
0: I think your investment in the film is is really rooted in actually how much you buy into their relationship and their chemistry Mm -hmm. and the kind of notion that
1: these two people would immediately kind of meet and fall in love and you have to believe it I think and I think it's very believable I think it is I think it's a very believable chemistry and then we yeah I
0: was I was really anticipating this film quite a lot because of that trailer because of Lady Gaga we are we're really big fans of Lady Gaga we've talked about her before on the podcast and I think I'm exactly the same as Mm. you that actually if it had been someone else I don't know if I would have cared as much it was interesting when I was doing some reading around the film that um when it was the idea of remaking it again was floated mm. um Clint Eastwood was attached to direct oh okay. still with, a wolf. with Beyonce
1: wow that would be a very different film yeah that was
0: around 2014 I think and then she dropped out because she was decided that she wanted to focus more on music and wouldn't that have been a different film
1: that would have been so I mean that's I don't really think it
0: was, I don't know if Bradley Cooper was attached at that point but Bra- um but Beyonce would have been playing the kind of the female role yeah it, and I think that's I mean, entirely different Different. I would That's be. I would have been game
1: for that. Yeah, it would have been such but, a different film, though. I think um, one of the. I really, really like Beyonce. I do, and I really, really like Lady Gaga. I think in some ways, I'm more invested in Lady Gaga and her career because of because of the authenticity that she has, mm-hmm. and because um, and it wor- She works with this film because of a lot of what Ali's character goes through is stuff that Ga- Gaga herself has, you know, been well, through, and the fact that you know Ali says that. People, you know, like her voice, but they don't like her looks and they don't like her nose and things like that. And, they, you know, they are things that Gaga has actually been kind of sneered at and made fun of in real life. So it, it just works. Bradley Cooper has talked actually about the fact that like a lot of um, Ali's experiences in the film were
0: informed by things mm. that Lady Gaga herself had been through. And on. you could tell that, and like, you if you know tell... about Lady
1: Gaga at all, you know that... You know, for me now, and we've had this, we had this discussion before we saw the film and I do get it a bit more now, but, you know, during the trailer when they're really kind of over-egging the, you know, she's the kind of, she sees herself as like the ugly duckling that (laughs) no one's interested because she's not good looking. It's like, I think she's crazy good looking, but actually Hollywood standard of good looking and they're... The music area that Lady Gaga has stepped into, she probably did struggle because I think she's beautiful, but she's not beautiful in a conventional if way. If you think
0: about the way that Lady Gaga used to represent herself really in the early days, yes. it was quite like appearance was the very thing that she played around with quite a lot. Very and much I, costume based, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I think that comes from a place of actually like knowing that nec- that her appearance isn't wasn't necessarily something that like the record industry was willing to mm. kind of push because unfortunately so much of the record industry not necessarily perhaps now but maybe 10 years ago when she god you had
1: to be a very set sort of
0: person yeah yeah and a very set physique and a very set i think i think with lady gaga in this role it's 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 more believable i think Mm. i'd really have a hard time
1: believing watching beyonce kind of on screen that would be bollocks i'm sorry it would (laughs) be like i love beyonce but i'd be like no one has ever questioned that you are like just ridiculously like a goddess yeah. like, looking you've always been so and especially if you think about like so much of the film is
0: about authenticity this idea yes. of authenticity jackson's really obsessed with kind of everything being authentic and real and kind of the real him the mm. real kind of Ali. you know and this
1: idea of having something to say and a yeah. way to say it so like what whatever you do and he says like everyone's got like talent of some kind but you are not You're not not worthy of that talent if you don't have something to say that's authentic and true to how you feel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's like making your voice heard, isn't it? I guess one of the key things is this idea of, you know, as Ali goes more towards kind of pop superstardom with choreographed moves. And he's got a real problem with that because he feels that is inauthentic. So, yeah, I think you're... Right. This idea of kind of being true to yourself and what what counts as being authentic or being real. I
0: did think it was quite interesting if you think about that Jackson comes from like a very kind of like alt rock kind of Mm. background, whereas um, Ali's sort of she's a singer songwriter. Mm. She doesn't necessarily she says at the beginning she doesn't perform her own songs. Um, despite the fact that mm. she writes them but as the film progresses then she does kind of find her yeah. groove and she sort of treads this balance like Lady Gaga in a, yeah, in a way yeah, yeah. of having kind of pop focused mm. songs but then also you see her at a piano you see yes, her on so stage with Jackson doing and she's very like she can do strip mm. down she can do Loki because deep down she is incredibly talented yeah. and I think it does sort of comment on the fact that actually just because someone's singing pop songs that are choreographed mm. and they're wearing kind of like flashy outfits that doesn't mean that they're not talented yes. or that they've got not got something to say they're not real because actually you know they may have written that Mm. song they may have been involved in the production Mm. of that they might be you know in charge of of Mm. of the way that that's represented Mm. but it doesn't mean that it's any different to someone that's sitting on stage Mm. playing a guitar at all and I think it's interesting that you know Jackson obviously very much kind of struggles with the real differences between that and
1: that's something that I like I agree with you fully and especially you know with Lady Gaga's career and a lot of the pop music that you and I both listen to and we fully are on board with that I have to say that I did find the scenes in which Ali is a pop star, like those choreographed yeah. songs were incredibly cringy. Yeah, they were. Like they didn't, <laughs> they're the songs that, I'm not into really I just think they were kind of really unremarkable like in the soundtrack as well I was like I could just watch like a much better Dua Lipa do this I think
0: if I have any gripes about the film which I have a few there have been stronger pop songs I think that was the thing I, I th- retweeted something earlier which was basically like if if um, Ali had put on Bad Romance in right? front of Jackson like, he would have been like this is a fucking banger Lady so, Gaga
1: creates amazing pop music it's the, it's the song that these she... songs are slightly kind of boring actually some of them are better than others but there is the one that she performs on um, oh my Saturday God. Night Live. I love how contemporary it is. Like this film is set and there's the Grammys and Saturday Night Live. Yeah.
0: There's the song about um someone looking good, looking good in Look, their jeans. Looking good. I in just it. felt like, I was watching awesome and I was like, this song is actually not very good. And actually, if you played me to this as a pop song,
1: she could do. I'd be like, she this busts is not out pop good. songs that are ten thousand times better than that every day. I wish those songs had been a little bit stronger because I think they are the weakest songs on the yeah. the soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack itself is is great. Mm-hmm. Like who oh knew? My- god that at the end of this year
0: all of my favorite songs are going to be bradley cooper songs right
1: who knew that bradley cooper could sit i think everyone i mean you've obviously you've you've been a fan of bradley cooper for a (laughs) while he has not been i don't think most people have paid any attention to him really no like i you know i had no interest in him and i I think i've seen him in the hangover like i i don't really care about bradley cooper Fully invested in him and his music career here. Um, before we talk about Bradley Cooper, what are your favourite songs on the soundtrack? Oh, Do my you God. Have any? So I quite like the um, the opening song. Do you like the opening song? The one, the one with black eyes. Oh my god! So the, the one eyes. that is actually Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper with his band, Sound yeah. like Nickelback.
0: Okay. See, so the thing is that we're. I mean, as discussed, we have we have very similar musical tastes in some mm-hmm. respects, but then we also have extremely polarizing. Yes. Um, interests, and I'm I'm quite into that kind of weird. You said it sounds like Eddie Vedder. He right. So the thing is, if you when um Jackson Maine and Bradley Cooper is talking as Jackson, he has this kind of like weird, kind of growly. Draw. He's ripped off a few of his favorites. Yeah, he? there is. There's a uh, I was there's a piece about um the sort of anticipation and the expectation surrounding this film on from The Ringer. Um, Sean Fantasy was talking about like the almost impossible hype surrounding the film, especially. If you think about how successful it had been at film festivals yes, recently, yeah. and there was one thing that I did pick out because it was quite funny, was that um, Cooper cites Eddie Vedder, sounds like <sighs> sounds like Greg Allman, drinks like Bon Scott, looks like Father John Misty, and yes. if the character's trajectory is to believed has the career of Kings of Leon's Caleb Followell.
1: That is so on brand. Father for you. John Misty
0: and Caleb Followell and Eddie Vedder are like probably on brand. Super for me, on really. brand so for you. I'm into that kind of like weird alt rock thing i do really so i really like black eyes um that um
1: maybe it's time maybe it's song. time is like my favorite bradley cooper eccentric uh, i discovered that it's more written, acoustic-y it's yeah that's a great song it's written by this um singer songwriter
0: called jason isbell yeah um which oh I, I think i read yeah that. and when i read that i was like mm, that's not like a jason isbell song so i was mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into that i do like that i really really like always remember yes. us this
1: way basically Gaga's piano songs. Yeah. Oh, um, and her ballad Always Remember Us This Way and the final song I'll Never Love Again. Which, I can't listen to that. Yeah. I almost died in the... Like, there was a point in the cinema where I thought I was going to make a really loud, like, crying Yuck. noise because it was getting a bit... I was trying to... My glasses were getting steamed up. I was trying to contain myself um, in a very busy cinema. It's just too much, that song. That like, song is too much. It's brilliant. It's so brilliant. That... I think that should be, like, a career high for her, that song in that film. But it's, like, extremely painful it's to listen so, to now. So good. Um, she is such a queen. And, and as it's... I say, I'm not really here for the pop songs. No, some of that? them are, are better than face? others. I
0: think is it Heal Me. That one's pretty catchy, right. I suppose. Um, I but I don't, I'm really not into those as much as I am. The piano-y Lady Gaga ones and also They're um, so strong. Bradley
1: Cooper being a, a rock star. I would, like, I'm fully on board as I, I wish she was a rock star generally. I would really like a Bradley Cooper solo record yeah I'm gonna say that I mean it's quite possible now really as can you imagine um, oh. would you just like to talk about Bradley Cooper quickly so I've never wanted to bang Bradley Cooper before it but turns out what I needed for him to do was to not cut or wash his head for about two years and develop uh, an alcoholism problem and a drug addiction um, I could basically smell him coming off the oh, screen sweaty so sweaty and like Boozy. grizzled and blotchy yeah. and just really hot so <laughs> i really fancy bradley cooper in this i did go back and google him clean shaven today and i just don't feel it in the same way okay if fine. he could just stay here as this Yes. Yeah, i'm so, so fully on board if with this. i if i think oh about
0: guys. times in my life in which i have fancy bradley cooper and listeners there have been many.
1: <laughs> there have. This has been a. Um, this is not one we have shared before. No, this is the
0: pinnacle of my Bradley Cooper fancying, though, because I think that my favourite Bradley Coopers are wearing his hair is a little bit longer, because yes. I think that's his vibe. To, his the, long hair in
1: this yes. is unreal.
0: The most important thing about Bradley Cooper is that he does have the eyes of a husky. He does. They're so blue. And that's the thing, I think, for me. They're so that he blue. Has, they're like piercing. Yeah. So um, I will hold my hand up and I will say that I definitely fancied Bradley Cooper in the hangover did you i, think this is I mean the of
1: everyone in hangover i can see it the hangover is a shitty horrible film it like
0: is. i watched the trailer I, I think i might have gone to see it at the cinema when it came out brilliant and i I mean
1: again sort of it was not 2009, comedy. 2009
0: like yeah. um i will watch trash we know this um but the thing is when I watched the trailer today, it made me so uncomfortable <laughs> that I was like, I can't even. Oh, it's entertain. such a bromance. Oh, it's such a bro and film. Can't Bradley. Deal with it. Bradley Cooper's a complex fellow in that he his trajectory to stardom is so strange, and his filmography is a fucking mess. Yeah, so it's a bit like isn't it? he's his first film was Wet Hot American Summer, the David Wayne comedy. Oh my comedy. god, it's yeah. fucking great. So it's really funny in yeah. it, and then you've just got his like random roles in stuff in he, shit. So he's in Wedding Crashers that movie. I don't even remember
1: him being in Wedding Crashers. He's like Crashers. the asshole boyfriend oh, in God. there. He
0: plays a lot of dicks. But so then <sighs> interesting. I didn't really find him in any way attractive until The Hangover. And then, have you seen?
1: Have you seen Limitless? No, I haven't. Uh, Is he hot in that? Yeah, I think so, but it's a questionable. It's just the film's bad. I think. Is it like because you have to fancy someone in every film? He's the obvious choice. No, I think he's he's just quite good-looking in that. Okay, but again, I think his hair's slightly
0: longer in that. And then there's longer hair. There's nothing. um, Nothing. Nothing. And then so rocket. Rocket, he's the the voice of Rocket the Raccoon. Cool. but like the thing is, he so his just filmography is a fucking mess, like I just said, and he's done a lot of he's done three films with David O. Russell, so right. he's fucking amazing in the Silver lining Playbook, yeah. which oh, is God, really yeah, good that. Yeah, yeah, he's really good in that. American Hustle as a film is a mess, and I didn't yeah, enjoy it. But he's it was he's a all right bit. in it. Um, I haven't seen American Sniper just on for a political reasons. He's just never reasons. done
1: anything crazy standout. Has no, he? so this is his stand. He's good in
0: Joy. He's got a side oh, yeah. role in Joy with um, Jennifer Lawrence. And then there's and then there's Guardians of the Galaxy, etc. The Avengers films, and then A Star Is Born. So generally speaking, he's not, and he's not really centre stage in those films. No, and he's not. I think he is at his best most of the
1: time when he lets someone else take the lead, mm. or he works. So this is with the first someone. time he's been real, like in the spotlight. But with, I guess with Lady Gaga, that's why. Yeah, it works, and if you think about why,
0: think about why I think he's so good in Silver Linings Playbook as Pat is that he works with. With Jennifer Lawrence in a yeah, very similar yeah. way to the way that he okay. works with Lady Gaga. Mm. But I don't think he's like... He's not like an amazing actor, but he's fucking no, great. He's in really this. good in this, but
1: it is that and chemistry with him and Lady yeah. Gaga, who we so they must have boned, They're right? One hundred percent boned. We think they've one hundred percent boned. The press tour for this has been bananas. One hundred percent boned.
0: All who, they've they have they have to. All I've, they've been doing on this press tour is is, is fucking is no, fucking no. is um giving compliments about how great each other is and how they made each other so comfortable and how they could not can't oh, and imagine they had, like, if, special bonds and code net words and yeah, things like that. And it's, how they they can't imagine of doing this. Anyone else, they're 100% fucked. Yeah. Like, it's not
1: even up On enough. Lady Gaga's Instagram, when she's had out like, red carpet pictures, and every single one is like Bradley Cooper gazing lovingly at her, it's like such a thing. I refuse to believe they could have chemistry like this on screen without having actually boned. We did know a
0: couple of people that had seen the film yes. ahead of this. One of them was my, my friend Paisley, who yes. you know. And I immediately texted her as soon as we left the cinema because she'd said, let me know when you and Steph yeah. go. Um, and I said, loved it, obsessed. And then she said, Did you love them together?
1: Obviously. And I was like,
0: Yeah, they totally fucked by making this, didn't they? And she was like, I've been thinking this.
1: Obviously. Um, I've been watching them in interviews, and it's like they've banged 1,000 times. They have banged 1,000 times. It was probably, they probably addressed it as like, dressed it up as like, Oh, we're doing this for the film. Method. But they just, yeah, Method it's just such editing. a thing. I'm so on board with them dating. I wish. I'm really sorry to his partner because I don't know who she is and I'm not really. Oh I'm God. not going to research it, but I'm really sorry. But he should be with Lady Gaga. I just think there's such there's a, such realness
0: to their intimacy and the connection they have in this film, and it's just like really little things, like little gestures, just the way they look at each other. Like it's just it's like watching it's two not just acting. April. No, it can't like, just be acting. It's like
1: watching two people in love.
0: Bradley Cooper's yes. not that much good of an actor for no, this to be exactly. Like...
1: Well, how's he suddenly gone like? Like career defining, uh, acting just from yeah. I just they've totally banged, and I mean Lady Gaga. I think she's probably banged quite a few people that we both fancy. Yeah. So I just I feel like if she hasn't, to be honest, I don't. I just. don't think that's possible but if she hasn't she used to go back and readdress that for the good of everyone at what point when we were watching this did you know that it was going to be too much within just basically as soon as bradley cooper came on yeah um but then also when he first sees her singing Livy and rose in the obvious basically the first five seconds it's his gravelly voice and and his wardrobe and his greasy you hair shouldn't, and do you and know his beard what? and his eyes. Romanticizing addiction is not cool. It's hundred percent not cool, and it makes me feel. And to be honest, some of it he does get made sober me a, feel bit a little, in little it. bit uncomfortable thinking about, like you know, personal relationships yeah. within family. You know, there's some stuff there that's just actually it's really horrible. And the Grammy scene is just absolutely excruciatingly I watch embarrassing. Watch that. Oh, I don't think anyone could watch. Um, so I'm not trying to glamorize him at all in that. I'm mainly just saying that the hair and the, the hair, the hair and the music and the the voice. The, it's the gravelly the stink alcohol smell I don't really it's I'm not really into the it the amount
0: of nice denim that he wears yes there's a really it's nice it's the
1: dog his actual dog oh my Talk god to us about
0: that Charlie Cooper so there's a scene <sighs> in oh, I guess we could have done a spoiler warning but whatever there's a scene in um, we
1: haven't oh, we haven't given away the ending no there's, there's a scene in
0: A the Star Is Born where they get a dog and the puppy becomes a big dog as puppies are wont to do yeah and like the, a big pig like a big pig and the, the, the dog is, is um, Charlie they Charlie, call it Charlie yeah. in the film but it's Bradley Cooper own dog. actual dog that looks like the softest the softest warmest like, cuddly oh dog ever God. there's a scene sort of uh, in the last quarter of the film where Bradley Cooper's like in the garden playing with the dog and <sighs> don't you just her. want
1: to spend a warm summer with Bradley Cooper and that dog in my head I have done that. Yeah, same. Um, we've just spent a I'm glad we didn't step on each other's toes spine. when yeah. that was happening. You must spine. have had the summer before.
0: Yeah, it's fine. So this dog is just lovely yeah. and he has such a good relationship with it and the reason he cast his own dog is because he wanted mm. the dog to respond and have a good relationship with yeah. him, which I thought was just like way too much. But yeah, I just... Bradley wears a lot, and it just was a
1: lot to deal with in the, in, yeah, a, in a public place. It was. We I think we keep finding ourselves in this situation. I need to get to the point where I'm rich enough just to have my own cinema because I can't. I felt like I nearly broke your hand squeezing it. I held your hand pretty much the entire we were film. hands for the whole it time. It wasn't even like usually I hold your hand at specific points, but for this film I just held your hand the entire just time. Have to do this It was song. very helpful. Anytime, um, anytime we breathe, we were just right. That's... I mean, I have to admit that you know, if if someone. Like if someone comes and says like I don't think call me you like I'm not fussed by call me by your name I find that like intensely that's offensive that, that's really offensive to me yeah. and stupid. Yeah. But if someone was like I'm not into Lady Gaga I just wasn't like didn't get into that film like mm-hmm. not into it don't really care about mm-hmm. those two people I do understand insofar as like if you're not invested in late like if you don't care about Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper yeah. you're not going to be into yeah. that film like if that film had two other people. And I wasn't particularly didn't particularly fancy him and it didn't have her as the mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't watch no, like, I wouldn't No, first. and
0: I think that it's funny because I think I leaned over to you at one point and just went like this is just fanfic. It's literally fanfic. This, the entire this, the whole like, premise of this film is that he goes to a bar and he She's they, working in a shitty restaurant. She's working in a shitty restaurant and in the evenings she sings in a drag bar because she loves singing but she's not she hasn't been able to, you know, do much with her music. And she so, doesn't have any confidence. No, in so herself. she just she, makes herself up to look different to go and sing edith piaf songs in yep. a bar and then he happens to be in the bar one night because he's desperate for a drink and then they meet and he's just really and he just falls in love her. with her straight away and takes
1: her on tour and like, he flies her, her out away on a plane to a show
0: then that's it that's
1: her life changed and that's like, just
0: that is fun i was like this is just wish
1: fulfillment fan fiction so for us it's perfect i could re- i don't I think could... wesley brown's going to be invested in it in the same way no. although he did ask if there were any lady gaga nudie scenes because he, he was did. like an firmly on thing so though. you know know he might be into it
0: but i did i was just sort of thinking like oh you could just replace bradley cooper with like any any musician i've ever been obsessed with yeah like the premise of this film is basically any fan fiction i may
1: have written before the age of 16 which is why i think i was yeah i so deeply
0: invested in it so i mean i i I recommend everyone sees it it made me feel so much better this week oh my god my entire week had been building up to to seeing this film and part of me was like if we go and it's shit I'm going to like be back what are we going to do what am I going to do and I'm so pleased that it was just
1: this is the shit that as we always say this is the stuff we need that like keeps us going in a world of like oh, God, i have think... just i've stopped reading the news and i just look at like the ringer now because there's given no other... what happened in the news yesterday yeah. afternoon slash evening for
0: us here due to the time difference with what was happening in the states my entire evening was basically just google just bradley sending cooper. pictures of bradley cooper pictures. each other
1: like we can get through this guys yeah
0: um, just as a quick sidebar, just talking about the greatness of Bradley Cooper. Um, Hunter Harris, who writes for Vulture. Um, she's always doing the Lord's work. Um, and on their website, um, on Vulture, um, she's written quite a few pieces about kind of a star is born and just the, its general brilliance. Um, and one of them in particular is, is literally a photo essay about the um Hey, I just wanted to take another look at you. A oh. Bit towards the beginning. Um, and also, um, she tweeted. Last week. Just these words... Bradley Cooper would have eaten the peach oh for god's sake um, and then I think I lost it at that point because I was like he would he have absolutely eaten. would have he would have eaten the, eaten the peach what a
1: filth bag he would have eaten the peach so when films collide so kind of launch using A Star Is Born as a launch pad um, for the rest of our main topic of conversation um, we were thinking about as April had mentioned films about music music biopics and also in turn actors who have turned musicians and musicians who have turned and actors a lovely subject um, just a great subject a really good subject funny that i suggested the music biopic thing and then um realized quite swiftly that i haven't really watched many music <laughs> biopics so i don't actually have much to bring to this that was my Sorry. favorite
0: t- message this morning it was like
1: oh i've realized i haven't actually I watched like two biopics what am i supposed to and i was like cool i've
0: watched a lot so it's fine yeah what i've got you, loads of
1: opinions on what other. are
0: your two that you have mentioned
1: well what have i mentioned so the ones that i wrote down um, that I could remember. I've probably seen some others, but when, when people were bringing them up, because we've got some really good input from good. people as that well. That's um, Some of them sound great. I've definitely never seen them. Um, so initially um, I cheated and went for one that was actually only semi-autobiographical, and that is Prince's Purple Rain, obviously. Oh, sure. um, You know, Prince's acting ability is entirely like Marmite. As with Lady Gaga, I feel like... Your level of enjoyment of Purple Rain depends on whether you're invested in Prince as a persona. Um, It's great if you're invested in him. It's just unreal. Um, It's almost a biopic in that it is, you know, it features a lot of real aspects of Prince's life and musical career. Mm -hmm. So he plays the kid who's the frontman of a band called The Revolution, which is obviously a real thing the people involved and the club and the gig settings. He plays a lot of like live music sets in it and it's, it is its very much around him. The yeah. kid's relationship with his parents is based loosely around Prince's real life. So it is kind of... It's kind of a biopic. Um, and a musical. Um, Great soundtrack too. So. A fucking amazing soundtrack. But if you're, if you're interested in Prince as a musician or a persona as an aura, generally, you will be invested in yeah, Purple Rain because so. you need that to care. Under the Cherry Moon, which he also did, which is another film with obviously a lot of music again i think you have to be really invested in prince to like that one <laughs> sure. and then no one would watch graffiti bridge even i haven't watched graffiti bridge because it's just it's just not going to happen but that would be that was the first thing i sort of thought of and um, coincidentally bruno mars is apparently lined up to do a prince biopic nope. which is a no from me i mean i like bruno mars but bruno mars michael jackson not as an actor but i mean you know they i i see them musically as but Prince and Bruno Mars, I don't equate at all. The only person who should be allowed to play Prince is Jean Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Can so, you imagine a Prince biopic? With Janelle Monáe. Oh, that that's, almost made that's, me throw up. That sounds so good. Yeah. Um, so that was my first one. Uh, Walk the Line, I've obviously seen, with Joaquin. Joaquin. And uh, Reese. So that was... Up. I
0: was so we obsessed. Were you obsessed? So, Do you know
1: what? I knew you were going to say you were obsessed with this so film. I,
0: when, because of Joaquin jo- and... I think, I think we've mentioned the fact that I went for a very deep Joaquin Phoenix yes. phase of just like watching everything mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix. And then when Walk the Line came out. Johnny Cash, yep. Yeah. Was like, had been going through a Johnny Cash phase anyway. Yes. As many people. As everyone does. As everyone yeah. does at some point in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just was obsessed with this film. Like I've seen this film so many times.
1: Yeah, I Ugh. totally hadn't, and we haven't discussed this before, but I absolutely knew you were going to say that you were obsessed and went through a phase of He's rewatching watching this
0: film. He's really great as Johnny Cash, I think. He's and perfect as Johnny Cash, Reese Boone is brilliant as June Cash, and I think they have a very kind of I don't know. The chemistry is not as tight as um, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, no. but I do think that they. But I they think have they're both. Kind they're of,
1: both um, actors slash actresses that I really like. Yeah, are on board with, so I'm happy for them to work. I together. just I played I played the soundtrack for that into the ground. I had the CD. Oh, um, actually, it. on that. Uh, just quickly Jen had messaged saying hers was her um, favourite bar book was Walk the Line and she said controversially I prefer the movie versions of the Johnny Cash songs than the originals that's interesting yeah
0: so it's funny because Wacky Phoenix sings on the soundtrack in, as you know Bradley Cooper does in The Star Is Born and he does a pretty he's convincing Johnny Cash he's quite a good singer he's another person who's a he actor who is quite a good singer he doesn't try and replicate Johnny Cash to a T but he does a good job of getting that kind mm. of like low tone
1: I also um, I put Control down Sam Riley I next one as Curtis, yeah. lovely. Um, again, I can't remember. I can remember watching it. I can't remember loads about it. I just remember that I That's really so enjoyed good. it at the time. Sam Riley's great. Eight Mile, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I think. I love Eight Mile. Mile. Uh, Eight Mile is a film. Who didn't? Like, everyone loved Eight Mile. Does that count as a biopic? It was loosely based on his experiences yeah, I've written as a struggling rapper. Eminem biopic. Loosely yeah. based on his life emerging from Detroit's hip hop. Yes, scene. I
0: think. Like, low-key, 8 Mile Mile is a great film. If 8 Mile is on, I will watch it, it regardless of what point it is in the
1: film. Like, I will be like, sure, great, cool, I'm in be rabbit let's go and it's just that lose yourself moment when he ah, it's just so good it's so good lose yourself won an academy award for best original song did, and became the longest running number one hip-hop single in history which is crazy just think about mum's spaghetti and (laughs) i also remember i just i did properly fancy eminem with britney murphy in that film yep
0: that Scene where they have sex. in the Oh factory, my god, yes, that's the old, yeah. yes.
1: I, you can't see what April's doing, but you can guess. Um, I was so into that, I was really into that. That was like my Eminem phase. Michael Shannon's in that, he is in that. He plays, um, oh my the god, boyfriend. yes. We fancy Michael Shannon as well. I, fancy Michael Shannon. Uh, I would, yeah, I would with Michael Shannon. Um, two things, um, about Eminem. Um, <laughs> did you know that he was cast as an extra? in a corn video. No. He's an extra in Got the Life, apparently, <laughs> in 1998, and he gave Corn a demo tape. There you go.
0: Um, do you want to know another piece of Eminem yes, trivia? Do. So you know the Jake John Hall film Southpaw? Yes. Um, oh, yes. You know who was originally going to be in that? Was it, M&M? was it going to be Eminem? It oh, was going to be Eminem.
1: fuck. No. I'm so, so glad it was Jakey. Can you imagine? Um... Eminem doesn't do much now. or He's done a little bit of acting again. Apparently he was in the interview. Um, oh. Yeah. Right. Where he satirically comes out as a homosexual. Great. Great. Because that's what we need. That's funny, isn't yes, it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Eminem being more homophobic than he already is. Great. Great. <laughs> Great. Um, so that's, yeah. But that, that was a high point in his career. Probably not. Not the interview. No, I mean eight miles. Mile, yes. um, I also put the pianist actually, um, oh. Adrian Brody, lovely Adrian Brody, as um, a Polish pianist whose name I can't pronounce. Um, it outlines his oh, survival so in the Warsaw Ghetto. Yes, it's not uplifting during the <laughs> hol- not Holocaust. Not. Directed by Roman Polanski, which is probably why I haven't gone back to it recently. Um, uh, won Adrian Brody isn't it the Oscar weird for the best actor. The Adrian Brody is an
0: Academy Award winner. Yes. Uh, when, when I just associate Adrian Brody mostly with. Doing Doing trash apart from when he's in yeah. Will accident, yeah. Anderson films. Have you seen
1: Splice? No, I haven't. No, wait, yes, is that the alien thing? With yeah. the, yes, I saw him! Maddie in that. made me watch that and it's gross. <laughs> It so is. It's, it's not a good it's film. A horrible film. That is a real yeah. So pianist was they were literally the the that's five no that's four five okay. that's the five I've got I a put few down. More. You've covered okay. some of the bases. I haven't watched any decent biopics. That's fine. I've got some.
0: So these are some more of my um, of ones I've enjoyed. Um, the Runaways,
1: um, oh, yes. which is um,
0: Kristen Stewart playing Joan, Joan Jet, Jett, um, yeah. Michael Shannon as um, Kim. Is Fowler. that a good film? Because you oh, know, it's pretty good. Kristen yeah. Stewart's great. Yeah. No, um, Dakota sure. Fanning plays Cherry Curry. Um, it's based on the book that Cherry Curry wrote. it's Interesting people film. I like so it's very feel, interesting yeah. it's worth watching Um, I don't I'd never really cared about The Runaways or Joan Jett really no so it was an interesting I liked the watch. cover of that film I remember the cover distinctly yeah. from my blockbuster days very so. very good um, there's Love and Mercy as well which is um, uh, Paul Dano and John Cusack play um Brian Wilson oh yeah At both at different stages of his life so Paul Dano Lovely. plays him when he's slightly younger and John Cusack plays him when he's older it's, it's actually really good like cool. I think even if you didn't care about the Beach Boys which I don't really fine um you would, it's it's a very interesting look at kind of what success kind of does to a person mm. uh, especially when you've got someone like Brian Wilson he's had like very um, publicised issues with sort of oh, addiction yeah. and mental health mm. it's a very very yes. interesting premise for a film um, Behind the Candelabra
1: yes um, Michael uh,
0: Douglas playing who Green mentioned Lib- that Rob Weston Rob Weston said it's great by yeah. Liberace do yeah. you the see that it was a brilliant film um, I'm Not There oh
1: yes oh my god
0: I love I'm do Not do you know there.
1: what I haven't seen I'm Not There but so I've good seen so a million visuals from it
0: Todd Haynes directed Um, a look at the life of Bob, Bob Dylan, Dylan yeah. it's different vignettes so it's partly kind of um, inspired by his life and his work and the people that inspired his life mm-hmm. and work so you've got amazing performances from Kate Blanchett Heath Ledger um, I think it was the last film of Heath Ledger's to be released actually after it his was death it? yeah since so oh. 2007 so it's around the time of his death um, Christian Bale Richard Gere um, it's just really ambitious Yeah. I think again even if you didn't is it black and white or something parts of it yeah. black and white yeah um, So even if you didn't care about Bob Dylan mm-hmm. or any Bob Dylan songs or anything like that no that Mm. I think you could watch it and it's just, it's so clever. Mm. It's just such a clever film. Last Days. What's that? It's the the Gus Van Sant film inspired by The Final Days of Kurt Cobain. Oh no. See, I
1: lost my, my, I was obsessed with Kurt Cobain but then I kind of lost it whereas I I feel like you've kept with it? I didn't
0: watch this until probably four or five years ago. I didn't see it around the time it came out. Michael Pitt plays, I think he's called Blake in the film. I really he's...
1: fancy Michael Pitt. So do I. So Michael Pitt plays someone who is Kurt Cobain. He looks exactly like Kurt Cobain Fuck. in this or something. You have to watch it. <laughs> Go um, home and watch it's, it right now. It's,
0: um, it's really interesting. Like it's just it's very Gus Van Santy, very art house very navel gazing but right. it's just Bit really, in a good really good. So it's definitely worth watching and also um, Nowhere Boy from 2009 oh, which yeah? is about the early yeah. days of the Beatles. Um, yeah. Full disclosure, I don't really care about the Beatles. I just don't care about the Beatles. No, but I remember which I went, probably is what put yeah, me But I did see this and Aaron Taylor Johnson is... That's another person I fancy, sort of.
1: Yeah. I think, no, I think I... Yeah, I do. Very high in this. Yeah.
0: And he plays John Lennon um, and then it's about the sort of early inception of... of the um the Beatles sort of John Lennon's early years, um so those are kind of the ones that I initially when we were thinking about like musical biopics. biopics yeah. But I also have written down a list of films that were inspired by real life musicians, yes. but aren't about musicians yeah. per se. So this it's is true. where it gets interesting, I think. Yeah.
1: So you've got Almost Famous. Yes, and Tristan mentioned Almost Famous as well. One of my all time favourite yeah. films.
0: It's based on Cameron C- Crowe's time. See Rolling, Sto- yeah, he yeah, yeah, Rolling, Rolling, Rolling Stones, Stone. Yeah, he wrote for Rolling Stone. So it does feature Philip Seymour Hoffman in an amazing performance as Lester. Bangs, he was a real life critic, but Mm. it also features sort of fictionalised bands. Um there's a band called Stillwater. Mm. Um and then you've got people like um Kate Hudson playing groupies and it's Mm. about that kind of seventies era of kind of rock music, Mm. um the hedonism, um and Crow's sort of experiences writing Mm. within that scene. I mean it's an amazing film, I fucking love Almost famous, so much, Um, and it's a very, it's just amazing. Yes. Um, Another of my favorite films as well, that thing you do. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh my god, Um, it's directed by Tom Hanks. It's nineteen ninety six. I love Tom Hanks. Um, It's about a fictionalized pop rock band called The Wonders who hit the big time with a catchy single in nineteen sixties America. It's about the sort of a record producer hears them, they have a one hit wonder, they then go on tour, and it's about kind of the very very quick rise and fall Mm -hmm. of bands, which happened quite a lot in that era. You have a song that would get really really popular mm. and then the bands would we'll do just nothing do afterwards do nothing yeah. yeah and it's just one hit wonders yeah it's very very good um i've also got inside and davis yes quite Co- a few
1: people mentioned that obviously unsurprised coen The coen brothers surprising. look
0: at um the life of an unlucky folk singing mm. in 1960s new york city it is loosely inspired by the life of um dave Van Rol- but it's not about him obviously it's no Llewyn but it is davis, no, but loosely very, inspired sort of counts there's like a there's an album cover that appears inside lewin davis um is the name of the album mm. in the film um and the the cover of that album is exactly the same as a Dave Van Rock album of the same era, like ah. it was, it's been purposefully shot to look yes. exactly the same album cover, so it's kind of cool. Um, Frank, um, yes, which that I mentioned the, earlier, uh, mentioned earlier the Lenny Abramson look, uh, it's based on John Ronson's own experience of working with um Frank Sidebottom, it's and the best name ever. Blue really in it, and he plays John, yes, uh, John Ronson in it, it's very, very cool. Um, M- Michael Fassbender plays Frank Sidebottom, though you wouldn't know it by no, no, Matthew
1: Hall's in it as well. God that's, that's a, a real that's a, yeah your sister-in-law, there and uh, also Dream cast.
0: Girls as well.
1: I forgot about Dream yeah, Girls. Yeah, adaptation oh. of the stage musical
0: um, about the rise of an all-girl um, Motown group, yeah. which was inspired by the Supremes and Diana Ross. I saw Dream Girls on stage as well. Did you? Remember. Yeah, it was very oh. good. Um, but yeah, Beyonce's in that, obviously. Yeah, and That's Jennifer a, Hudson. You know, won an, an Academy Award. i put
1: Beyonce award. in there. Fairly good, isn't it? I've also got some input from uh, our listeners. Go on. Um, so here is a this is an abridged list because um, you said there were
0: quite a few that you didn't recognize. And I'm sure they'll be the same
1: as well. So, input from listeners. So, we'll begin with Vaughn, our Stephen. So, she said uh, Spice World, obviously. Obviously. Great choice. And Crossroads. Uh, Have you seen Crossroads? (laughs) Yes. So problematic. Spice World and Crossroads, she said both masterpieces, fine me she also said I'm not there to show that I've got depth uh, and then she said I'm not sure that they count but a Hard Day's Night I don't know what that is oh it's the Beatles film oh okay and This Is Us which yeah I totally count totally count it why not oh This Is Us yeah, yeah let's, let's just count it Documentary. Uh, Jen obviously said Walk the Line yeah. Tristan said Almost Famous Georgie said Walk the Line Levy and Rose which I haven't watched actually
0: oh I haven't seen it. when I was thinking um, when I was reading about mm. Gaga singing yes. Levy and Rose and then about Piaf, I was like oh there is the film of yes the I film
1: um she also said Ray, which a lot of people have mentioned. Oh, the Jamie Foxman for I haven't seen, no. And what's love got to do with it? Um <gasps> Angela Bassett, who yeah, Which I'm unlikely to see. Stacy said Purple Rain, thank you. Eight Mile, Selena Walk the Line and La Bamba. Very good. Vix said Eight Mile Walk the Line, the pianist. We're very, very similar there
0: Vix and I have a long history of being obsessed with Brodie brody, so yeah. that doesn't surprise ah, me. that makes it yeah.
1: Freya said Spice World with a cameo from Meatloaf. Good shout.
0: Isn't it weird that Meatloaf is the bus driver?
1: Literally so weird. <laughs> Just I love it when Meatloaf makes cameos and things. He's great. Um Control Armadeus Bird which is about Charlie Parker and Val, oh. Val Kilmer in the doors. Oh my god, the doors. Have you seen the doors? No, I haven't. That is on a lot of lists. Well, I made Tom watch Batman Forever the other day,
0: and we were talking about oh, Val Oh god, Kilmer. you did! Yeah, sorry. Um, and we were talking about Val Kilmer and how he just is a bit of a weird actor, and then I was just thinking yeah. about the doors. <laughs> the
1: doors. Um, Phil Hunt says, uh, Walk the Line. This is so Phil Hunt. Hi, Phil. Uh, <laughs> notorious, straight out of Compton. Worst biopic is Get Rich or Die Trying, which I, I can't fucking
0: say I've hated Straight Out of Compton. Did you? It
1: was, this is when
0: I made a lot of people's lists.
1: I was so bored.
0: Oh, that's and really what interesting. Bums me out is that, like, that that's an entire era of hip-hop, which I'm very interested yeah, in. Yeah, and you I didn't think like it. it has. Quite some, a lot of people I'm said it. They liked bored.
1: it. Oh, that's really interesting. I wanted yeah. to like it, but fine. we well, have a on. conversation with them, about it with them. I'll take go it with them. I'll take it with them. Um, John Dax said Jamie Foxx's Ray Charles. Bod said Walk Hard. Um <laughs> Hannah said Lady Sings the Blues, Ray, Get On Up, which is about the life of James Brown. Jim mentioned get on up. Jim said get on up and Ray Miles Ahead and Walk the Line. Yep, good choices. He said
0: Blues Brothers to me as well. Oh yeah, Blues which Brothers. Yes,
1: good shout. Rob Weston posted a gift which I think was this a spinal tap. Um Jeez. and <laughs> I was like, I think it is. But really you know when you away. like question yourself? Yeah. Um, and behind the candelabra. Yep. Uh, Christine said, film stars don't die, which I think is fairly oh, recent. Oh, that's she saw Annette in benning. Mm. That's on my Netflix. She said it was very good. I really want to watch that. Uh, Tom Holmes, who I kind of went to was like... He would have the, the ultimate knowledge and yep. all of this. Um, he was like, I'll try and not repeat myself too much. So he went with Levy and Rose, Control, I'm Not There, Bird, 24 Hour Party People, oh, and yeah. Cadillac Records. Yeah, 24 um, Hour Party People is mm. an interesting one, actually. And Emma Jane said straight out of Compton inside Llewellyn Davis and Amar. And I've got some more blinders from people later. But...
0: Oh, I just think straight out of Compton, man. I knew that was going to come up.
1: That's interesting. That's a whole I haven't thing. watched it. I'm not likely to, to be honest. It was just quite long. Yeah. Very, very long. Musicians who make great actors and actors who make great musicians. I had great fun with this. Me too. Isn't it so unfair when people are not only great actors, but they're also great musicians. I hate polymaths. Right. People that are good at everything. Two things that I can't do. Right. Why are you doing them we together? Could act. We should try. I'm a great actor. Right, a girl. Great actor. I act in my everyday life all <laughs> the time. Say, I pretend that really I'm good. into loads of shit that I don't care yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Well, um
0: I'm really intrigued to see who's on your list. So I, I did separate mine out into musicians who are musicians on film who are great yeah and then actors who's made good music so I've I... done that as
1: well cool. you start
0: so I'm um, top of my list is Janelle Monet. lovely she's second on my list great so she's um, two things oh, in particular we just love
1: Janelle oh,
0: I just love it now the... you've
1: said about being in a prince biopic, though, I'm just not going to get over it she
0: would she was really good in Moonlight yeah and then Hidden Figures Hidden as figures. well a film that like I'm very so so on but she was fucking amazing mm. in it so she's just brilliant she's um, the best my second on my list is however is Ludicrous! Oh my God! Because cool. He's legitimately good in the Fast and the Furious films.
1: Yes, I thought really you he's really good in those. I think it. I think Becky Brett brought up Ludicrous. Of course she did. And I put him in the where does he go section. Best, yeah, because I wasn't personally i can't remember what i've seen him in because i haven't watched the, the fast and furious films so he's he's I really sure. good in them, i, would, I so thought i'd put that on the fence yeah, and leave it fine. to you for ultimate judgment fine uh jennifer lopez she's pretty good isn't she i Is mm, put her on the fence she's good in rom-coms i love a jennifer uh, yeah, yeah um yeah. will smith obviously will smith, works. will smith obviously Uh. tom waits Tom Waits, obviously. Obviously. Tom Waits in Dracula. Yeah,
0: Tom Waits in... Actually, The Imaginarium of Dr.
1: Parnassus. which oh my is a God, film that's I like... I
0: forgot he was in that. That average, was a very average. Odd film, but Excuse me. he's very good in it. He's also in Risk Cutters, a love story as well. He was in Risk Cutter's blimey. Do you know what? Tom Waits is great. I love Tom Waits. Isn't he great? I once got a plane to San Francisco oh and Tom God. Waits was on it.
1: You saw... Yeah. I
0: saw Tom Waits. That is unreal. As gravelly and haggard in real life as... Would you blame all. Tom
1: Waits? Uh,
0: who, who can say? Who can say? <laughs> um, <I laughs> (laughs) ice cube okay yeah and iced tea okay because I love law and order SVU so much yeah iced tea is so good on that show like the show would not be as good if you didn't have iced tea on it so okay there we go method man what's method man been uh he's been in the wire he's in in the wire he's in so many
1: hbo things and at the moment he's in the juice Who is he? yeah he's in the juice and he's so good i'm really glad he's had a good acting career he must be good if he's in those things. he's really cool he's in a lot of david
0: simon stuff so good good. for you method man also i put jack black
1: Yes, he was on my in the on you the text fence. Me out, you he were like, was on my we fence do with Jack Black. I've got a fence outside. in the middle, and he's and sitting on it. Someone who's not on my
0: list, but I've just thought about is um, Donald Glover. Oh but God, where do you put obviously. him? Do you put yeah. him as an actor who's good at singing, or a singing singer who's good at acting? What came first, who chicken t- or the egg? Yeah, right. So Glover or Gambino? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, so they're my musicians on film who are great. Who else have you? Um, got? I also
1: put David Bowie. Obviously, oh um, yeah, I'm I not assumed. even gonna apologize for Labyrinth. Cause... I didn't put him on there because I knew you'd get that. good. I mean, I'm not gonna apologize for Labyrinth like in those tights he's also great in Twin Peaks Firewalk was made in is. Twin Peaks Man Who Fell to Earth yeah. he's great in The Hunger as a vampire he's good in um, the Christopher Nolan film The Prestige as well oh yes he can't really do anything wrong well. really can he Um, I actually put Rihanna because I didn't see her in oh, Battleship shit. I was like not really fussed but She's good Ocean's in She's 12 like- She's really good in the oceans. Oh my god, she was so good. Yeah, I fancied good. her so much as well. Oh, she's good. Um, yeah. In addition to that, I also questioned whether Mary J. Blige is a good actress because oh, um, I don't know if I've ever seen Mary J. Blige. Yeah. She was in The Help, and she was in Mudbound. I haven't seen Mudbound, but I've heard that she's good well. In it. I mean, she got nominated for an Academy Award, right? So, so she, she must, must be, all be good. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> she's a musician who's like yeah. gone into act, yeah. act- actordom. <laughs> acting. acting I think he's acting, acting. right <laughs> gone into acting and is doing quite well out of it yeah who are your actors who have seemingly gone into music and actually make quite good musicians so I think these are six people good which I think like I bet mine are
0: similar speaks volumes about me as a person my first one is Ryan Gosling yes because Ryan Gosling's album I knew he was going to be on yours so I didn't put him on mine it is currently the 7th of October my mm-hmm. favourite October activity is listening to Dead Man's Bones relentlessly oh. because that is album... any good yes okay it's so I don't spooky know why I asked. it's really it spooky? good I don't know
1: if you'll like it but it's <laughs> so good <laughs> that's how you know oh, you know what I'm into I love it I really like what, it what kind of music is it is it sad girl music no it's okay. just kind of
0: weird atmospheric kind of old timey like you should listen to it okay I'm gonna listen it's to it it's very
1: autumnal you can't listen to it okay, in I'm gonna, summer I'm gonna put it on my Spotify playlist
0: right now you can't listen to it any other season other than autumn but it's so good so Ryan Gosling um, Zoe Deschanel yes um, on my she list She and Him I saw She and Him live in New York um, oh, you did, didn't you? Probably five or six years ago now. And I loved She and Him on record. She and Him is a collaboration that Zoe Deschanel has with M. Ward. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, a musician whose work I really like. And I was really sceptical as to whether or not it would be good live. But she can fucking sing. Yeah. Like, it's crazy amazing. how
1: good she is. She's despite. so
0: good. Cra- um, oh, I've just... also got Jared Leto. Now,
1: <clears throat>
0: 30 Seconds to Mars Go has on, some bangers. You has some bangers. hear you out. They have bangers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Jared Leto, there we go. Thank sense She's I not going to try and defend think it. that
1: he should probably stick to singing and not acting. Yes. That. that Has he been good in anything apart from Fight Club? which he's uh, not really He's in. good in
0: Dallas Buyers Club, but I also have issues about him being in Dallas Buyers Club. So yeah. there we go. He's not good in Suicide Squad. I feel like paid money to see, <laughs> as I recently
1: told you. Actually paid money, <laughs> paid to, actual see. money to see. And I did not care for him in Blade Runner. Oh, he was fine. But I mean, <sighs> you could have replaced him with any Literally actor. Literally, so
0: nondescript. Right? That role was just boring, I think, in Blade Runner. Boring, so. weird man. Um, Jason Schwartzman um, has a solo project called Coconut Records. Um, That's cool. They're really like summery time mm. records, kind of low very good. nice little pop records um Juliet lewis yeah because she, juliet and yeah. the licks are fucking great yeah i was like is she a good actress i
1: don't know but i think it's fine
0: i don't know if i can remember any Juliet lewis from Dust she's from Dawn. she's in Dawn. she's in cape fear the... i think she's actually quite oh my god she's in cape fear. she's mostly girl in cape Fear. she's quite
1: annoying on film yeah i feel i think she should stick to being a musician
0: yeah i don't think she's an actress that's transitioned particularly well to adult acting and now i think she does no. more music than anything so she's she looked about 40 when she was a child actress, it's weird so. isn't it yeah. and then also i've got Riz Ahmed because yes. um, oh my
1: god I forgot about Riz's
0: solo work so yes. Riz MC and also Sweatshop Boys Sweatshop Boys that, that, that Sweatshop yeah. Boys record is really really good it was one of my favourites from 2016 I think so yeah. that, that's my list any others that oh, you've got what
1: did I put so I
0: put I, I put I found it quite hard I'm going to be honest with yeah. you like actors and or um,
1: whose transition to music has been legitimately good yeah and it was difficult I, I think I was thinking more like actors who were just surprisingly good at yeah, music fine. yeah fine like, yeah. I might not necessarily listen to them but I was like oh they yeah, actually yeah, have yeah, got some course, go. I'd put Zoe Kravitz and I'd put Lenny Kravitz and then I put I love the Kravitzes Krabbit. so yeah. um, I questioned Whackin' Phoenix because I was like mm-hmm. Yeah, when he sings um, Zooey Deschanel yes yep. um, I put Moulin Rouge yes Ewan McGregor no Nicole Kidman oh I'd forgotten about Nicole Kidman's singing I quite singing. like Ewan McGregor singing he can sing really he can well sing. He's, got a, lovely. he's got pipes Nicole Kidman cannot no um, Hugh Laurie is actually a very good singer jazz does yeah. really good jazz music. really good There's jazz, jazz again you know. not really like my thing no, but se, he's, good but at they, he's they very are, good at it yeah. Um, I quite like Jeff Bridges and Crazy Heart. Oh, he's very good in Crazy. Oh, Crazy oh. Heart's great. That's yeah, country. Yeah, uh, Jamie Fox, Will Smith. Yeah, yep. uh, Anna Kendrick singing in Pitch Perfect. Oh, she is a good singer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, bulletproof. Just, yeah. Um, My On The Fences. Go on, these are interesting. I it reckon. says, what do we do with Jack Black? Well, I think Jack Black's
0: great. So, would, you yeah. know, what's your overall feeling on Jack Black? Do you know a film that makes me... I think I
1: like him more than I dislike him. A
0: film that makes me happy whenever I watch it Goosebumps. is... is Is <laughs> no.
1: Is School of Rock. Like, yeah. I've seen School of Rock many, many times. Are and... you are you sexually attracted to Jack Black? Uh... In the way that Karen from My Favourite Murder is sexually attracted to Yeah, probably. Back. He's, okay. like, pretty funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy. It's yeah. the, the humour more than anything. Yeah. yeah he's, you know. Maybe we'll put him more towards the... He's not a good musician, though, is he? Well, is he, he is. He can sing it's and he can I play guitar and, D. Well, D. and you think about Tenacious D. That's awful. Yeah. He's really good at it, though. He's, yeah. a good, he's, like, think about School of Rock. If we hadn't done Tenacious D. Yeah. Um, I put David Tukovny, mainly because I wouldn't listen to his music, <laughs> but I do really like him. Well, I think so, that's, that's bias, isn't um, it? That's wise on the fence because i can't put him in the bad category Fine. um Go on. i put is hugh jackman good i didn't see the last showman oh uh, right so the greatest showman no is... that's the one why yeah. did i call it the last showman because i, don't I know. wish it didn't
0: exist <laughs> um he can sing <laughs> he's he's an accomplished singer yeah as we learnt from les miserables oh god um, yes
1: there's so many bad singers in les mis as well <clears throat> Russell
0: Crowe Russell Hugh Jackman yeah he can, um, can he, he sing? can sing I yeah thought, he can he's allowed to cross he's over he's fine Zac stuff. Efron as well
1: oh my god he can sing what does Zac Efron oh yeah High School Musical uh, <laughs> High School
0: Musical <laughs> stuff only um, the greatest trilogy uh, of our time
1: can he act though yes <laughs> how dare you I this is the house of Zach Efron <laughs> how dare you the last one I put is does LL Cool J count because Deep Blue Sea was one of my favourites as a teenager yeah
0: I think so he was ten. in that TV show that I can't remember the name of on Trouble Trouble Oh, that was great. where he had Channel, like a family.
1: Wasn't it? Yeah. When he had like a family. <laughs> no, he
0: did. He was like a nanny or something. What, what was that called? I can't remember. we find I out. Remember.
1: Yeah, he is good. Yeah, he is good. Some input from our listeners. Lizzie says David Bowie introducing the snowman and labyrinth. She mentioned Walk the Line. She said Tom Waits and Seven Psychopaths, which I haven't oh, seen. Oh, he is good in that. That's yeah. true. Björk in Dancer in the Dark. Yeah. Meatloaf from Rocky Horror. Good shout. Also very good in Fight Club. Who, Meatloaf? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I forgot that He's about. really Meatloaf good and... in yeah, Fight Club. I was like, wait, where is it? Yeah. Fight Club questionable, but. Do you know what? Meatloaf is a great actor. I mean. Yeah. Position. Alright. What remember. bagger. Um then she put Russell Crowe in La Miz was pretty dire. He's so I would awful. agree He's awful. Jess said Iggy Pop and Cry Baby. Oh god, yeah, that's true. Debbie Harry in Hairspray. <laughs> she is good in hairspray. Um Chris Isaac in a dirty shame. He's really good in Firewalk with me. Queen latifah in Hairspray. Queen latifah is very good in um Chicago as well. Yes, yes. Um Ice Cube in twenty one twenty two jump street, Guar in Empire Records. <laughs>
0: Quite are in empirical yep. and they are good.
1: <laughs> uh, Kurt, objectively, Kurt Russell was Elvis. Um, Hope said, "Whackin' Phoenix" is Johnny Cash. Yeah, so he can obviously sing quite well. Um, Phil Bailey says Phil wrote us an essay, so he said Lenny Kravitz was great in *Hunger Games*. He is. I agree. I, I fancy Lenny Kravitz oh, God, so he's much. So oh, I love him so much. Um, Eugene Hutz in a few things. Mary J. Blige in *Mudbound* and *The Help*. Oscar Isaac in *Inside Llewyn Davis*. Bailey also says Lauren Hill and *Sister Act 2* was good. Plus, to my knowledge, Whoopi Goldberg sung all her own parts I imagine would be quite yeah, a good yeah, singer yeah, sure, sure. Um, he says also a mention for the Wahlbergs both were in New Kids on the Block and have acting careers we'll let you decide if they're better musicians um, or actors Mark Wahlberg is a human piece of shit yes. so uh, that's fine so we're fine, saying mainly. no that's fine but... I mean Jared Leto is a human piece of shit as well April yeah that's fine I wouldn't need to take that
0: <laughs> if, you were, if you were really pro Mark Wahlberg I'd let you have it Oh, okay. he's good in The Departed he's good in The Fighter he's still a trash bag
1: yeah New Kids on the Block mm, nah. yeah. probably, he should probably stick to being a better human being that's what he should concentrate his efforts on um, Charlotte says Moulin Rouge is everything and you and fucking smashed it uh, John Dack said Angela Bassett as Tina Turner uh, Hannah said Barbara Streisand in A Star Is Born sure. uh, and she's also going to meet the fuckers and the main event um, Baz, oh Baz says, oh, Baz. does Will Smith, Ludacris, and NL, LL Cool J count? LL Cool is J, he, Deep Blue Sea, enough said. If you could have made some suggestions that Baz would have said they are three. Are they the three? Yeah. That is pretty much the same. Phil Hunt said Will Smith. Christine said Cher in Moonstruck.
0: Cher was very good in Mamma Mia 2, which I saw recently.
1: Yeah, was she actually good? No, she wasn't, but she was Nothing. share, and yeah, she's she share. So she was just very sharing. Yeah. share. Uh, Tom Holmes said, uh, musicians as actors, Mark Wahlberg in uh, I, hate Huckab- I-, I Hate Huckabees. I Hate I Hate Huckabees. He is
0: good in I Hate Huckabees, but as discussed.
1: Uh, Mozdef in Be Kind Rewind. Oh, Mozdef is good in that. Flea in The Big Lebowski. He's in Baby Driver I as well. I refuse Flea. I refuse Oh, because you hate Red Hot Chili Peppers. I fucking hate Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ugh. Fine. Debbie Harry and Spun, Ludicrous and Crash. Oh my God, Spun! That's yeah. a film
0: I have not thought about. Jason Schwartzman. Fuck
1: would go on your list yeah would go on April's list Meatloaf and Fight Club Mandy Moore in This Is Us there you go oh Mandy uh, Moore is good. she was in that Walk to Remember film. yeah jo- I'm not married, a Mandy Moore married
0: uh, just quickly yeah, referring yeah she married to she was married to Ryan
1: Adams that's it was she really
0: yeah for five years was that when he was on heroin no she'd just come off heroin oh Mandy Moore basically saved Ryan Adams' life and for that oh okay so we have to be grateful to their divorce was not pleasant and he is not recovered but um, <laughs> oh God.
1: she saved him uh, Beyonce, Azetta James and Cadillac Records, Janelle Monet and Moonlight or Hidden Figures. Um, he also said actors as musicians, Donald Glover and Jeff Goldblum.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Jeff Goldblum has just released,
1: released a jazz album, hasn't loves he? Loves jazz. Um, Emma Jane said Jamie Foxx, Cher, Tom Waits, David Bowie, Janelle Monet, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Musicians and actors who shouldn't cross the line into doing anything else. Can
0: I do my first one? Scarlett Johansson
1: oh, God. released
0: an album of oh, Tom Waits covers.
1: The worst. That's...
0: Just to repeat that, that's Scarlett Johansson released an album of Tom Waits covers, and it's shit because someone told her that 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 would be a good idea that she could.
1: Do you know who you sound like? A female Tom Waits? No, you don't. I listened to it again For this shit. morning because I remembered it existed and then it was awful. It's really bad. I had to delete it from my recently listened to on Spotify because I didn't want Wes to log in and see it and be like, what are you Isn't doing? Isn't it awful? I really
0: mean, I, Scarlett Johansson is many things, but uh, Tom Waits-esque She singer, is not.
1: She is not. No, that is not. She's got not one... I think she's got another album as well.
0: Um, I've also just written here... This is obviously a fraught sentence I wrote yesterday. It just says, Johnny Depp, please don't. <laughs> <me."> <laughs>
1: that is the top... I- Put in capital letters Johnny Depp. No. So
0: when I saw Ryan Adams live at Shepherd's Bush Empire a couple of years ago, Ryan Adams got work on his friends. He brought Johnny Depp on stage to perform a song, and I think I have mentioned this podcast before. When probably we, when we were talking about Johnny Depp, it was horrible. It's a horrible experience. Johnny Depp needs not exist anymore.
1: Yeah. Similarly, I got to see him with Marilyn Manson, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which was even worse. We are I so don't blessed. think they even plugged in his guitar. I don't think they plugged his guitar. So embarrassing. Adams. He's an embarrassment. I don't want you to be. Stop in anything, don't be an actor Just stop. or a musician. Stop. Just stop. Stop. I put Jared Leto. No, sorry. Okay, fine. Um, I put Christina Aguilera um in Burlesque. That plus Cher and everyone oh, else. Did in you it. not
0: enjoy Burlesque? No, I liked Burlesque. Oh, I wasn't. Trash. It was it is
1: trash, isn't it? But um Fifty
0: Cent is a no. Uh, he is not good in most things, but he was quite good in South So I don't remember.
1: Oh, plays, I do remember um, him. He in plays Southpool. Jake the yeah. manager. He's the manager guy. He was all right in that. He was fine. I don't think he had to do loads. No, he didn't. No. So they go. Um, I put I haven't seen any films with Madonna in, but I haven't exactly heard that they're great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, I think Evita's fine, isn't it? Probably. It's fine. Um, Britney Spears and Crossroads was unnecessary. The uh, entire thing was unnecessary. That film is so weird. It's very, very weird. Um Russell Crowe's band is called Thirty Odd Foot of Grunts. I don't like That's that. Let's leave it at that. Justin Timberlake, where do you feel about him? He's a no as an actor for me.
0: I think that he was good in Social Network, playing Shawn. Do you know Parker. what? Well, I haven't seen
1: Social Network, have I? I don't care about Facebook.
0: <laughs> you haven't seen Social Network?
1: No, even though it's got Army Hammer in it, I don't <laughs> care about how Facebook began. I just don't care. But it's so good though. But it's why would I care about Facebook? You be, the thing is, Steph, one of my favorite there's no things... vampires. April. <laughs>
0: One of my favourite things to do work to is the Trent Reznor Social Network score because I feel like a genius. Does it make you feel really clever? Yeah. It's really good. I refuse to believe it's good. This is a discussion for another time. Justin Timberlake is good in that film because he's playing Sean Parker, who is an arsehole, and Justin so Timberlake, Timberlake just comes across asshole. well.
1: Did you know that Lindsay Lohan has four albums? I do. I think I listened to one of them. That there was a song on one what, of A her... whole album. Yeah. Really? You listened to a whole Lindsay Lohan album. Yeah, one
0: of the first one, I think. Fuck I think one of them was good. Have you got Hillary Duff down as well?
1: Oh no, I don't. That was a given that I don't really like Hilary Duff. Hilary I Duff was immensely jealous when she was dating Joe Madden. Hilary Duff had fancy, some like catchy pop songs, I think, probably no. should She was alright is what's the girl what's she called Lizzie McGuire Lizzie McGuire what's the girl what's the girl Uh, Lizzie McGuire I was like Hannah Montana Uh, yeah (laughs) Hannah Montana Hannah Montana that's another one that just shouldn't input from listeners Charlotte said Justin Timberlake Baby the singer, cringy actor. He always plays characters where he's either meant to be young and looks old as fuck, or where he's kind of <laughs> old but leching on young girls. That's true. She Sean also Parker. said, I don't ever want to see Pierce Brosnan sing ever again, even oh, if Mamma Mia God. made me cry. Yeah, not good. Or Stan
0: Skarsgård or Colin Firth. Oh no. Shouldn't sing.
1: Phil Hunt says actors Marilyn Manson. Yeah, agreed. Adam, he's put Adam Sandler. I think he's just saying Adam that he Sand- doesn't like Adam Sandler. Is
0: Adam Sandler a musician? <laughs> no, he does do music stuff, I think. Does he? Yeah. But... I was going to
1: say, I think maybe he. They're just really <laughs> angry that Adam Sandler exists. Um, and Another Jack Black, He he put, as an example, he put okay. any comedy guy doing music except Lonely Island, that's still good. <laughs>
0: That is good. Lonely Fair. Island is good. Oh, Lonely Island should be a thing.
1: Andy Samberg. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um. Jack Reddin said, Beware Mr. Baker. It was 25% great, 75% horrible. Christine said, Elizabeth McGovern, uh, who I think is in Downton Abbey. Her band is called Sadie and the Hotheads. I heard her live on radio and sounded like cats being strangled. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> sure. uh, Tom Holmes said, uh, Jimmy, all is by my side. Andre 3000 as Hendrix. He does a decent job in the role, but it's a terrible biopic of Jimmy. Emma Jane said, Says fuck Jared Leto <laughs> and uh, Phil Bailey says 50 Cent and Justin Timberlake are rubbish as actors in most things.
0: Fine, I'm I am willing to to this Jared Leto. I'm thing so is sorry. So, it's very personal to me, so <laughs> it's it's fine. I understand. When we were discussing it the other day on the yes. interweb, I was like, I'm I can't apologise more, but I don't I don't know what to tell you I can't. Stop
1: fancying. Also, Harry Styles. What's wrong with Harry Styles? Well, he's an actor. He's, he's a great actor. He's a musician that became an actor. Yeah, we didn't put him. Did we didn't we? put him. He's good in Dunkirk. I liked him in Dunkirk, but we he can't be objective. Okay. so no, but I think he was good. He was. Wes good. said he was good, and Wes wouldn't. <laughs> Wes is always objective about no. him. Styles. He was good. I think he was. He wasn't bad. No, he wasn't bad. <laughs> if Louis Tomlinson was acting in a film, I wonder how that would go. Badly. Yeah, probably. It would be a really horrible British comedy film. Oh my god. It would be like the Inbetweeners, but worse. Uh, thanks for all of that. That was um, an, a lovely whirlwind. I've got loads of biopics I need to watch now. I'm glad um, it's given you a list of things to catch up with. And also, I can't. Time, am I? I can't wait
0: to go and see A Star Is Born again.
1: Oh, you're going to go see it on Wednesday? I am. My mum. Let's see if your mum cries. See what oh, she thinks. Um, Does she? Would she approve of Bradley Cooper? Reckon, as a future, I reckon she'd probably love interest. I reckon she'd probably fancy Bradley for herself. So, um,
0: so just to conclude, uh, obsessions of the week. Um,
1: would you like to go first? Yeah. So, uh, where do I begin? So, initially, my obsession of the week was Harry Styles, obviously, who's on my desktop. desktop, my phone background, which has now smashed. Great. Um, and then it quickly moved on to um Tom Hardy because he is on a press tour with Riz Ahmed. And the there's been lots of really lovely stuff in which Tom Hardy, like, chats with dogs. Great content. And has to talk about um, British slang and things like that. It's lovely. Lots of content. So I was like, cool, back on the Tom Hardy train. But then we saw A Star Is Born. So now I'm stuck in Bradley Cooper, but just back Bradley Cooper in this role with this long, iteration of hair. Bradley Cooper. Yes. that's fine. That I'm fully, fully on board yep. with. I um, can't
0: wait to send you nothing but Bradley Cooper pictures for at least a week.
1: Yes, this is what I live for and just send me lots of pictures, really. Yep, yeah, fine. yeah, Um Well, mine is threefold. Yes, oh, I'm glad so, we were both threefold um, then.
0: I finally finished after a weird nine month hiatus um, I finished The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel oh, which I think I'd mentioned yes I had like you four, have I'd stalled I'd stalled halfway months. through it. yeah blimey right so I'd blimey. watched the first four episodes and then just like hadn't bothered to watch the rest of it for some reason it's not that like oh, I didn't like life it life just catches up just, with you sometimes i just got caught up with the stuff so I, st- I finished all of those this week and I was really proud of myself and also mostly because I'm so obsessed with Michael Zegan who plays um, Joel Maisel he's is he so- hot? i think so he has Let me a, a little gap in Let his me teeth he was in francis Haar, what is he called michael zegan um he michael has a zegan. he was in francis Ha. he was in um was i in guess Ball- he's quite sweet looking he's in Boy Empire. you have to get like a very specific era of michael oh, okay zegan. sorry he's in it was in how to make it in america It was in girls he's just oh. fucking man. i don't know oh, i just it's quite sweet I just really fancy him. I. That was your number one? That was my number one. But the problem yeah. was, I just, his Instagram was great, and then I deleted Instagram, so I've really lost oh, the aspect missed it. of my life, which is sad now. So that no, was fun. That came and went at the start of the week. Um, It's also Jake Gyllenhaal season, Good. everyone. Lovely. Happy, Happy Jake Gyllenhaal Happy season. Happy autumn, aka We've got Jake, Gyllenhaal some Jake Gyllenhaal season in great, jumpers. Great Jake content upon us soon. got some films coming Lots out. Lots of films coming out. Pretty excited. So he'll be around. This, he's been doing some press recently. There was the great picture of his chest at a Calvin Klein. Yes, that was very good. That came me up very the pipe for a while. Then there was the picture that's my current phone background, which is him looking at himself in the mirror. Oh, Back just thinking how lovely it. his own lips are. Just think about how good his mouth is. And then also he did. He was on the cover of GQ. GQ France recently yes. in a great editorial in which he's wearing lots of jumpers
1: oh he loves a jumper doesn't he he's very much an autumn lots baby he loves knitwear
0: yeah. um, so that was a thing and then also mine concluded this week was just Bradley Cooper. Cooper Yeah. I was really yeah. thinking about the this fact this is a thing now isn't it I've been nursing it like a lingering hateful like I hate that I fancy you crush I do fancy Bradley you. Cooper for many years mm. so it's quite nice to be able to publicly say that everyone, I think else, it's is, the thing that everyone else is on board with everyone else now. is on board at the moment so it's really a safe space for me to yeah. talk about Bradley yeah
1: Cooper. you can talk about openly and then
0: yeah yeah so I'm just going to be googling pictures of Bradley Cooper Bradley Cooper and his dog yeah Bradley Cooper of Lady hair, Gaga Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga thinking about whether or not they've They've done the deed. Thinking about that a lot, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's great. And the Star is Born soundtrack.
1: Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I think that's probably a mutual obsession of the week, really, isn't it?
0: So um, you can find us online. Twitter, we're at thethirst, soundcloud.com forward slash the pod. You can subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, searching for The Thirst. Instagram, we're at the thethirstpod. thethirstpod.tumblr.com is where we'll be sharing all of our links, etc. And you can also email us at thethirstpod at gmail.com.
1: Bye. Goodbye.